I listen to the Black Guy Who Tips podcast because Rod and Karen are hot. She kicked the shoes off onto the floor. She said, drive fast, feet turns me on. She put her hand on my knee. I put my foot on the gas. She almost got whiplash. whiplash. Shook off so fast. The sunroof was open and the music was high. And this girl's hand was steadily moving it up my thigh. She had opened up the buttons on the shirt so far. I guess that's why I didn't notice that police car. We were doing 90 in my mom's new Porsche. And to make this long story short, short, when the cops pulled me over, I was scared as hell. I said, I don't have a license, but I drive very well, officer. I almost had a heart attack that day come to find out the girl was a 12 year old runaway hey welcome to the black guy who tells podcast your host rod and karen that's old school right there that's right will smith the pedophile apparently so he's having sexual contact with a minor stole a car right no wonder his parents didn't understand yes that nigga was committing grand larceny and running into chris hansen at the same time Mm -hmm. uh but it's monday uh second day of the week let's get it going yes all right and all you people that are at work all you people listening live how y'all doing glad y'all could join us yes um uh, as always the blackouttest.com is the best way to get in contact with the show you can sign up for premium there you can vote in the polls you can do a bunch of stuff you can leave comments we appreciate everybody that does that it helps the show out tremendously when you guys do that and um you can also do stuff like go to iTunes and Stitcher and leave us five star reviews. That's also dope. Um we read all of those on the air regardless of content. So we do. even if you don't like the show, five star review it anyway and tell us what you don't like about it. Yep. Uh we appreciate our, all those people. It's an mm-hmm. easy thing to do. Um you can always um uh do stuff like Email the show, theblackouttips at gmail.com. Leave us a voicemail throughout the week, uh, as long as you're not crazy and it's under three minutes. 704-557-0186. I uh, repeat, those two rules are important. Don't be crazy and don't be long-winded, okay? Right. We do like sushi, and we like to get to it right after the show. We sure do. Uh, we also have uh, new premium shows. The Nerd Off is out. Um, I'll be releasing an interview. I've interviewed uh, my boo from uh, Twitter, Monica's Liberal. Uh, we talked about a bunch of stuff, immigration, activism, uh, the time she almost got married. Like, uh, it was fun. And I think it'll be out soon. Um, hopefully, uh, within the next 24 to 48 hours. So you guys can look forward to that. Cool. Of course, we got some movie reviews and TV show reviews that we owe you and we'll have mm-hmm. those out soon as well. Yep. Um, today, let's see, uh, the official weapon of the show is the taser and the unofficial sport is bullet ball and bullet ball extreme. And today's show is brought to you by tweakedaudio.com. Go to tweakedaudio.com, put in code TBGWT and you can get you some nice headphones. Okay. Our headphones just broke in the studio the other day. Yeah. So I got to go to Tweaked Audio and order some for us. All right. Yes, sir. Got to look for some of those over the ear joints for Karen. Yes. My personal favorite. Mm-hmm. And we got to, uh, and the reason I'm going there, cause I believe in them and I know that nothing's better than when you get that lifetime guarantee, guys. If they ever break again, you know what I did with the other headphones that broke? They're still over there. I don't want to throw them in the trash. <laughs> right. Because I'm so upset. <laughs> we spent so much money on them bitches. Those were some expensive ass headphones. And yes. they are gone for life. For life. No lifetime guarantee. No. I can't send them in. The warranty's done, guys. Warranty been done years ago. I love them headphones. If I had known about Tweaked Audio about then, back then, See? I would have saved 33% off. Right. And I would have got free shipping. 
and i would have got my lifetime guarantee right we probably had a new hip uh, set of headphones by now yeah i'm only getting the headphones from tweak i wish they sold other things <laughs> yes you know i would get lifetime guarantees of that shit too i wish they sold like car tires or something yes now i don't know how they're making money this plan seems stupid to me but right as long as they're giving it away we should all take advantage okay yes tweak.io.com code tbgwt Get 33% off, get free shipping, and get a lifetime guarantee. Yes. Do it before they realize that it was dumb. Okay? Right. And we have had people hit us up and let us know, hey, I've used my warranty and I got my shit very, very quickly. And and if, if you order, even if you're ordering for the first time, no matter where you are in the world, most people said that they get, they you literally get them within days. Mm-hmm. They, they, they get them to you quickly. So I think all of y'all should go ahead and uh, cop yours if you haven't yet. And we mm-hmm. appreciate people that do. We get a little kickback on that. Um, but truly, it's it's a great uh, a great product. It is. So much news to cover today. So I much know, news. right? So much shit happened. Um, first things first, man. Uh, judge me if you want. But we talked about Michael Brown yesterday. We will be talking about it again today. Okay. But uh, I do have to talk about... Uh, some big news. Robin Williams is dead. Right. Like this, this is, yeah, this is serious. Cause at first I seen it kind of going down my timeline, but you know, I ain't trying to be funny. Them niggas on Twitter kill everybody. So I was like, I don't believe y'all. I don't know if y'all real. They was doing it on Facebook. I was like, um, I don't know. And then I, uh, was on my phone and, uh, next thing I know, uh, I ain't trying to be funny. Stitcher did that little update. I was like, oh shit, it is real. Yeah, I really thought this was a hoax because the first person I right. saw, uh, as people know, we have a lot of comedians who are friends of the show or just friends on Facebook or just, you know, friends through the fact that, um, we're, you know, we do a podcast and, mm-hmm. you know, comedians want to be on it. So, and then some of the friends that they make through whatever, like we'll be friends with. So it was kind of one of those things where I was like, I saw a comedian report it, and I'm like, is this a hoax? Right. Matter of fact, I think it was J.L. Covan, and I was like, maybe this is J.L. Covan, like, has a new bit that he's going to be doing. Like, maybe this is, like, uh, he's going to be doing an impression. Right. And I saw the link was to Variety.com, like, is Variety.com, like, is that, like, I don't go there, so is that, like, some type of gag? gag site but you know i was i wasn't sure and that's it's sad that in the age of the internet you have to check everything twice you 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 know what people were doing the other day what they were sending article an article for us to cover on the show and uh, two things okay let me take a quick aside number one guys fucking with black people is not for when black people get killed okay right can we please understand let's put a moratorium on the links of Hey guys, a woman was raped to death. Fucking with black people? No. 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 It's not. That's not fucking with black people. That's, That's not. fucking with everybody. I can't even make that funny. Right. All right. The jokes don't, don't really write themselves you. for, you know. So someone sent me a link. Um, uh, and the second thing is vet your, vet your fucking sites, guys. Come on. Yeah. You, do, you can't just see something get emotionally charged up in 2014 and start sending links out to everybody like, look at this. Oh, I'm so mad. Then I click on it from the fucking Daily Current or the Onion or, or some, some other site. Yeah, that, less yeah. reputable site. 
and there was a a, a, a a article that people were sending to me saying, can you cover it on your show? It was about police officers killing a pregnant woman's baby by trying to arrest her and throwing the baby on the ground. That makes it's fake sense. as fuck. Right. That makes no sense. Like, it took me less than a sentence into the article. I was like, yeah, this ain't real. Because everyone would have heard of it. And it wouldn't be on, you know, Larry Jones dot blogspot.com.org right and it wouldn't be on the back side of the craigslist ad right so i'm like what the fuck is this shit man so please everybody let's vet our sources you guys are sending me i'm inundated with shit as you guys saw yesterday over a dozen uh fucking with black people's that's not even counting regular news that's not even counting guess the race all this crazy shit all right you guys send me shit all the time vet the fucking thing don't send me guess the race without pictures on it come on guys right. okay that, that don't make no sense how can i guess the race and i don't know yeah, who the fuck it we, is we will literally be guessing the race it won't have an answer <laughs> we'll be guessing with y'all yeah take a little bit of time it only takes what a few seconds right vet your source guys we appreciate it and it saves us all time and it stops me from cussing anybody out i don't want to cuss you guys out i want to like you guys all right um and it's and i resist the urge to cuss people out all the time man it's it's very it's, it's really uh it's really hard guys okay i want you to understand i don't mean i try not to cuss you guys out but it's very difficult all right right um fight i'm an asshole i'm fighting myself constantly like you, the toughest part about celebrity deaths for me is not making the jokes you know you gotta be i mean one you gotta be fast everybody's on social media now but the second part is I got to not say something funny. So, right. you know, I'm, I'm doing my best. I need y'all's help. Mm-hmm. Help me help you. So, uh, yeah, Robin Williams really did. I had to go check it. New York Times uh, was reporting it. I think uh, us <coughs> people. Yeah, when I started hearing, like, reputable sources, I was like, you know what? Reputable. Reputable. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm tearing that up. It's sources, right. I was like, this shit is real. And I still was like, mm-hmm. Yeah. And, like, when people sent the baby stomping thing, like, a few people running around like, but isn't it crazy that you kind of believed it? No, I didn't kind of believe it. No. That is fucking crazy. I don't even like believing it when they kill normal black people. Right. Like, even when that shit happens, I'm like, come on, please don't be true this time. Please, can we just get one where it's like, oh, my bad, y'all. Uh, it grazed them or something. You know what I mean? Like, right. I don't like to believe that kind of shit. I would love to believe that we will be okay. So when you tell me something like, yeah, police stomped the baby to death, I'm like, no, it's, it doesn't say anything. It, it's terrible that anyone is sending this out in the day and age of social media and right. not checking it. Check your sources. Yes. Uh, so yeah, Robin Williams is dead. The comedian and Academy Award winning actor who imbued his performances with wild inventiveness and a kind of manic energy died on Monday at his home in Marin, California. He was 63 years old. The county sheriff office said in a statement that it suspects the death to be a suicide due to asphyxia. So, you know, it could be, I think, like, one of the ways to do that is you stay in your car and turn on the, uh, turn on the engine and stay in the garage. Oh! Yeah, uh, could be hanging, could hang yourself, uh, put a plastic bag on your head. Although I don't know how that would, I don't think I could die that way. Oh, I'm pretty sure I would rip it off. Oh, is that how that dude, like that famous dude died trying to do some BDSM? <laughs> Am I saying it wrong? No, you, you said BDSM right. But it's, okay, um, <laughs> I'm going to say I fucked in this up. 
no, no, no. But he died doing um, autoerotic asphyxiation, which is a form of asphyxia. But he was masturbating while like you you hang yourself and you try to restrict air to your passageway, and then you like masturbate and you try to orgasm right before you pass out. And uh, you know the the hookers that he hired are supposed to watch him and help him. Oh, okay, okay. So you have to have a spotter. Yeah, apparently oh. they decided this is not, not a good time. Not to pay attention. Yeah. Okay. Uh, so I mean, maybe we'll find out. Maybe we won't. I mean, the, the day and age in TMZ. I, I'm assuming we'll find out how he died. Okay. Yeah, I mean, oh. it's just it's just that's the the day and age of TMZ now. It's like some police officer somewhere will sell the 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 stuff to somebody and get get the money to show the pictures of the crime scene or whatever like someone always does you know we weren't supposed to see rihanna's face right we weren't supposed to see jay-z in the elevator Mm-mm. someone always does so someone right. will sell and make money off of this and don't even care about the consequences like fuck it they received a 911 call 11:55 a.m pacific time saying that a man had been found unconscious and not breathing inside his residence Emergency personnel sent to the scene identify him as Mr. Williams and pronounce him dead at 12.02 p.m. They got there in seven minutes. Man, must be nice to be rich. Not clear. Uh, Mr. Williams' publicist, Mara Buxbaum, said that in the statement that Mr. Williams had been battling severe depression. You never know what people are going through. A lot of times, right. the people that make you laugh are the people that are crying inside, you know? Yes, sir. So it's a cliche, but it's a cliche because a lot of times it's true. Right. His wife, Susan Snyder, said in the statement, This morning I lost my husband and my best friend while the world lost one of its most beloved artists and beautiful human beings, she added. As he is remembered, it is our hope the focus will not be on Robin's death, but on his countless moments of joy and laughter that he gave to millions. Mr. Williams, who was raised in the Detroit suburb of Bloom Hills, uh, Michigan, and in Marin County, attended in the Juilliard School in New York before breaking through as a hyperverbal comedian and a star of 1978 sitcom, Morgan Mindy, playing a giddy alien unaccustomed to life on this planet. He went on to earn Academy Award nominations for his roles in films like Good Morning Vietnam, in which he played a loquacious radio DJ, Dead Poor Society, playing a mentor to students in need of inspiration. The Fisher King is a homeless man whose life has been struck by tragedy. He won an Oscar in 1998 for Goodwill Hunting, playing a therapist who works with a troubled prodigy played by Matt Damon. Uh, beginning with roles in 1977, Sex Farce, Can I Do It Till I Need Glasses, and The Richard Pryor Show, <laughs> a variety series hosted by one of his comedy mentors, Mr. Williams. Old rap- school. Yeah, Mr. R- Williams rapidly ascended the entertainment I- industry's ladder. Hired to play an eccentric alien in the, in an episode of Happy Days, Mr. Williams caught the attention of the show's creator, Gary Marshall, who cast him in to reprise his career-making role of Mork from Ork in Mork and Mindy. Mr. Mm-hmm. Mr. Williams soon graduated into movie roles that included title characters Popeye Robert and Robert Altman's 1980 live-action musical about the spinach-gulping cartoon sailor. I remember watching that. Mm-hmm. Like, my, my, t- my class went to the movies and saw that. Like our, wow. our, like it was like, you know, obviously it was years older, but you know, they used to play movies during the day and they play like Popeye and like, you know, I think it was either preschool or kindergarten or something like that where they would take us like once a week to movies and they would play like old movies and stuff. Um, sometimes it would be like an old Popeye, but the one time they play like the live action Popeye and I remember being like, what the fuck is this? Right. Like Popeye moving and shit, he's a real person. Like, what's going on here? Arms don't come like that. They sure don't. 
the world according to garb director george roy hill's 1982 adaptation of john irving's novel he also continued to appear in the raucous stand-up comedy specials like robin williams and evening at the met which showcased his garrulous performance style and indefatigable indefatigable whatever close enough ability <laughs> ability to free associate without apparent benefit of prepared material alongside his friends and fellow actors billy crystal and Whoopi goldberg mr williams appeared in an annual series of telecons for comic relief a charity organization that helps homeless people and others in need whatever happened to those they used to do those on hbo and stuff and raise mm-hmm. money wonder if they even that did just that. stop that yeah i used to enjoy like i don't know how it would be now but years ago that used to be very enjoyable Mm-hmm. Yeah. They'd be on like the like the Jerry's Telethon for the kids. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So yeah, man, he rest in peace, uh, Robin Williams, man. Mm-hmm. Uh from my understanding a lot of people have been uh talking about it on social media and stuff. It's been the subject of some debate. People are presenting these false ultimatums of like you can either mourn Robin Williams or you can mourn Mike Brown, but you you know you can't do both yeah some of y'all are more uh, sad about him than y'all sad about this young black kid dying you don't know that you're just making assumptions yeah people worried about if the news are gonna cover both stories and shit like that man i i don't know man all that shit's for the birds honestly man like people dying is really not a time to have a pecking order right and um i don't think the unrest in uh and uh ferguson is gonna go away because robin williams died show ain't. and uh honestly uh i think the media is capable of covering both stories i hope they do you know um so uh yeah people someone in chat asked uh what is our favorite robin williams movie um mm. i don't know man i gotta go with probably let's see maybe miss doubtfire yeah, that's one of my personal favorites. He was in uh, Lee Daniels, The Butler, uh, uh, which know, I saw and hated. I didn't see that one. Uh, he was in Louie. I don't even remember him being in Louie. Um, but uh, I had to watch that again. I uh, saw Old Dogs, and I hate that movie, but he was good. Like, this is the other thing. He was in a lot of movies where he's good and the movie's not. Right. Like, you never had to feel like he ripped you off. Like, I never felt like he mailed it in. No, I always no. felt like, well, maybe he didn't pick a good movie to be in, but, you know, he was good. Uh, what else was he in? Let's see. Uh, uh, Happy Feet. He was in that. Yes. Uh, I enjoyed Happy Feet. Mm-hmm. Uh, Insomnia, where he played, like, a serial killer and shit. Like, yeah. a lot of people like, oh, spoiler alert. No, uh, I didn't watch that. That's an old movie anyway. Death to Smoochie. Oh, no, it was a one-hour photo, I think, it was a serial killer. Um, I think Insomnia, he couldn't sleep, so he couldn't figure out if he was having visions and shit. Uh, one-hour photo, AI, artificial intelligence. Um, I don't like that movie. Uh, Patch Adams. I did like Patch Adams. I did, too. With the little kids and shit. He was, he was good in that, man. I'm thinking I'm, mine's going to end up being Miss Doubtfire, man. Yeah. Goodwill Hunting. He was... Uh, good in that flubber. Uh, I said he was in bird Aladdin. Cage. Oh, oh, oh! You know what? It might be Aladdin, dog. Aladdin might be my favorite favorite movie for Robin Williams, dog. I think mine still is Mrs. Doubtfire. Mrs. Doubtfire, Jack, mm-hmm. Jumanji. Uh, you know, I've never seen Jumanji. I know that's a very old movie, mm-hmm. but I've never watched it. Not in it's its good. entirety. It's actually pretty good. Two Wong Fu, thanks for everything, Julie Newmar. Uh, 
I couldn't pay attention to that once I saw uh, Wesley Snipes in drag. I said, I can't. <laughs> You tapped out? Yeah. My mom was too young to understand all that. I was like, what is going on? Uh, toys. Um, this is Doubtfire, Aladdin, Fern Gully, um, Hook. Captain Hook. He was in Hook. Ah. That's Peter Banning. Um, let's see. Uh, Dead Poet Society. Um, he's been around for a very very i watched more i watched a lot of his tv shows oh okay. like mork and mindy is one of my personal favorites for him mm-hmm. i'm telling my age you know because back then you only had two four six and eight yeah well that was 1978 to 1982 so you must have been watching reruns yeah for me yeah for me yeah. it was re- no i, I won't i'm not that damn old i'm about to say you you, you I'm, I'm a cougar then if i was if i, <laughs> if I yeah, was rocking back that. then uh let's see good morning vietnam and uh Mork and Mindy, yeah. Uh Popeye, Happy Days. Man, yeah, dog. Um I think mine's gotta be between Aladdin and Miss Doubtfire. My I think my personal favorite was Mrs. Doubtfire. Yeah. So um just man, crazy. Um also uh there's been updates on the Michael Brown um uh, situation. There was apparently vandalism and looting uh, after a vigil last night. Mm -hmm. Now, it's kind of weird because I don't know how to feel about it because on the one hand, obviously, I can't imagine the state of mind that the people are in in that community as far as, like, the anger they must feel. Um, I really don't have any judgment for them. I know a lot of people who are kind of distant from the situation seem to be passing judgment, and there's a lot of, like, this weird quasi classism in it like right. that i don't that i just always run away from i just don't like that yeah just that separation and um one thing i can say is shout out to npr and the reason why i'm gonna say this is because the way npr and i'm and i'm i don't know if it's because uh charlotte is a very black city so when npr covers actually they cover probably more black stories than the national npr does and the way they talk about things, they don't use certain words that would be very offensive. And they talk about it like uh, they're human beings and people. Mm-hmm. And the way they were covering the story, they had, were having people there. And they were saying, from, from, their, from what I was hearing, it was that the people that was there that were having the protests, the uh, prayers and all that stuff, mm-hmm. I said those people left. And dispersed, and they say a lot of people that were left were were people that a lot of them were not even in the community or from the community. Like they came from surrounding areas, mm-hmm. and they said a lot of those people were the people that were breaking and looting and things like that. Um, so it's one of those things that was very frustrating because I understand that people are angry and I understand that people are mad, but this is not the way to handle it. Mm-hmm. Um, well, you know what? As a black person and as someone that has observed this phenomenon because we're black and we kind of always have an eye on stuff like this, mm-hmm. the city to me looks like a place that has had tension with the police for a long time. That's what I'm hearing. It, this doesn't look like a. This looks like the culmination of something, not the, right. not a reaction to. You know, which obviously is going to be painted as a one-time reaction. The police made one mistake and everybody went crazy. Mm-hmm. But they you know, have a history of this. Yeah, this looks like a thing where people have been um, feeling subjugated for a while. Mm-hmm. Think tensions have been flaring. 
and you know it's like it's like when the watch when they had a watch riot it didn't just start from hey something happened what we riding like that's not how shit happens like, it sure ain't typically you reach a boiling point and you just want to mm. express your frustration in some way now obviously it could also just be opportunists it could be people that right they're not part of the vigil or mm-hmm. they're you know they're getting riled up over some other shit like this would be a good opportunity right. to steal shit um and you're gonna have that element and you just hope that the story doesn't get lost and everyone policing the idea of these people rioting mm-hmm. and turn it into this is all these all these black people out all, here all went out them. here rioting and looting and that's what everybody was vandalizing and that's what it really that's the real problem mm-hmm. um i really hope it's not you know turned into that um but uh you know we've already seen the way that they tried to shift the narrative on this where of course the mob they call it a mob right. an, an angry mob there was misreports of their chaining kill the police when people live on the scene are like, no, no one is chanting that. Yeah, just making shit. You know up. what I mean? Like people are saying stuff like, "Don't shoot and don't kill me, police." You know, but motherfuckers are out there just ready to run with these headlines because they're inflammatory. They're gonna get the most clicks, right? And they serve like a function to help people judge these black people in the time of crisis. You know, um, but yeah, I've seen a ton of the you know guy in a cubicle who's completely disassociated from the reality of what's happening going mm-hmm. listen man riding is just it's wrong and it's over the top people don't need to do it like they're informing everybody of like oh i bet they never thought of that in ferguson you know not to mention this is treated like a fucking war zone right. from the second it happened like right you know the police show up with like military level mm-hmm. equipment to prayer vigils come on now you know it's almost like they were begging something that it's it feels a lot like when you're talking to someone calmly and they keep going calm down calm down and you're like i am calm man i'm just saying that you know this police brutality is crazy we need to fix it calm down man you're getting angry calm down don't be upset calm down now after a while you go motherfucker i am calm right and now you're not calm so it feels like that to me you know um the article says a day of anger over a fatal police shooting of an unarmed black man in, sub- in suburban St. Louis turned to mayhem as people looted businesses, vandalized vehicles, and confronted police who sought to block off access to several areas of the city. It's always funny because people are like, why are you you're stealing your own stuff? You're breaking in your own buildings and your own businesses. Because you know, it's not, this is not a planned, rational act. People are upset. No. Right. You know? And honestly, if they probably stole anybody else's stuff they'd be all dead you know uh-huh. they started walking up the street towards the white neighborhood they'd be like uh get the uh riot gear the tear gas and the guns like we killing these motherfuckers right. um and my difference mm-hmm. is that this is considered a mob but whenever you are near uh college campuses and people you know win or lose the games those crowds aren't considered a mob turning well, over cars and lighting shit up they, they're not ever called a mob and the only emotions that are acknowledged from this group of people are is the anger of the community right then they don't acknowledge the mourning the sadness come on the crying the tears that's overlooked yeah the empathy and the sympathy is gone when it comes to 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 these black people like mad so fuck them yeah they're just upset they're angry it's a mom they're gonna kill everybody it's like that's like the anger comes from from out of the sky it reminds me so much of the way that most drugs got um, put made illegal in America 
where they demonize the drugs by saying that if black people got a hold of them black people wouldn't be able to handle it and they would go and rape white women and kill people and you know take over towns so all of a sudden they started banning things like cocaine marijuana heroin opium like they like they banned these drugs using black people as a scapegoat for why now obviously a lot of these drugs were competition for the things that they were selling in medicine bottles and pill form but they got this shit out the street by being like the negro dock worker will not be able to handle it he'll be raping your white woman you can't let him get that like and that demagoguing has like carried on to this very day and when I see articles like this where it's just this idea of like angry black people are coming for you, it, it, it like it continues to strike a chord with a lot of people as, you know, they judge us and as they see us as less than human. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I'm not really for the idea that um, this shit steal the show and now we can't still discuss the wrongdoing of the police, you know? Right. Like, like. It's, it, it becomes very frustrating because people act like the anger is out of nowhere. They act like these people, why are they angry? What are they angry about? You know, it's almost like somebody got killed. So what? You know, because right. that, that's 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 technically what you're saying when you're disregarding a community's anger. Mm-hmm. That's what you're that's what you're saying. People in this particular community don't matter. <laughs> Their yeah. lives don't matter. Those people don't matter. Because in America, black and brown tone people are always considered other. And our problems are never in American problems. Our problems are only our problems. And we are the only people that can fix our problems. <laughs> but the root of the problem is a, is the way that America was structured off of slavery. But that's something that's never going to be addressed. So instead of addressing the root of the problem and fixing all the systematic racism and all the systematic rules and regulations that have been applied over the years just across the board, we don't want to talk about that. We just want to disregard all of that and just go, why you're angry for nothing. Well, as long as you see people as less than you and then you feel that their response is less than yours would be. Right. Even though, you know, the people that stood wrongly stood on Cliven Bundy's ranch armed to the teeth and defied the U.S. government were seen as patriots on Fox News, and yet black unarmed citizens mourning the death of an unarmed child that is, you know, one of our children of the community mm-hmm. – are seen as savages and a threat and you need to go get the riot gear for, for us. You know what I mean? Just for being upset. Like, you know, where's the equality? You know, not, this was a, the death of, uh, not even death. If there was just a white woman missing, it would be the headline on CNN. Four days. You know four what I weeks. mean? They it still would... looking for some chick off, off in the island somewhere. That chick been missing 18 years and we, every now and then we still hear about her. Yeah. Maybe. They'd be, but they would be humanizing this person. They'd be right. talking about what we lost by this person no longer being here. They'd be talking to their parents. They'd be talking to, 
um, their school teachers. They be talking to their friends. You know, um, they wouldn't be trotting out experts to also criminalize this person and talk mm-hmm. about the time that they smoked weed or skipped school. No, or, because that shit is never dug up and brought out. Right. But, you know, it's like it's so par for the course at this point that, I, you know, I'm already bracing for the, you know, later in the week, the. Yeah, you know, one time, like, cause if you, if you get killed by the police, you better have been perfect your entire life. Your entire life. Because it's going to come down to the one time you got the D in science. Or it's going to come down to the, mm-hmm. the one time you got suspended for school for fighting on the bus. And, yeah, or, and or, it's going to come out things that kids do and normal kids are afforded. Right. That will all of a sudden when you're black, it becomes the reason you died. Um, so anyway, let me read the article. I'm sorry. Um, uh, some, uh, people looted buses, vandalized vehicles, and confronted police who sought to block off access to several areas of the city. All right. There the tension erupted at the candlelight vigil Sunday night for the 18 year old Michael Brown, who police said was shot multiple times the previous afternoon after a scuffle involving an officer Brown and another person in Ferguson, a predominantly black suburb of the city. Um, which, which is, which is funny because um witnesses are saying he was like shot from behind and then walked over like he had his hands up he was unarmed he was running away shot from behind and then shot again mhm but um you know the police are like he tried to get my gun it's like so then but you had the gun still he obviously was escaping and had not no more threat towards you and then you killed him you know so um what happened there uh afterward a convenience store was looted several other stores along a main road near the student scene were broken into including a check cashing store boutique and a small grocery store police also took items from a sporting goods store and a cell phone retailer uh i mean people not police and carted rims away from a tire store I don't even know what they're going to do with those rims. Right. Where are you going with that? Yeah. Um, TV footage shows streams of people walking out of a liquor store carrying bottles of alcohol. In some cases, prote- protesters were standing atop police cars or taunting officers who stood stoic, often in riot gear. A video posted online by the St. Louis Dispa- Post-Dispatch showed a convenience store on fire. Um, you think they them surprised the same they um, mm-hmm. spinners that dude had as a necklace? <laughs> on that video yeah the video with those kids mm-hmm. i'm surprised they didn't say uh negroes are also stealing watermelons and newports ah! uh, many negroes had blackened mouths uh other witnesses reported seeing people vandalize police cars and kicking windows television footage showed windows busted out of a tv station van police were having uh you know who else did some something similar to this uh, Penn State, when their coach got suspended. Yes, sir. Police were having a hard time catching looters because crimes were happening in several locations in Ferguson and spilling in the neighboring communities. Mayor James Knowles uh, told KTVI-TV it wasn't immediately clear how many arrests were made. Authorities set up some blockades to try to keep people from the most looted areas, while St. Louis County Executive Charlie Dooley said there was no reports of injuries as about 11, at about 11 p.m., there were also scattered reports of assaults into the early morning. Well, that kind of sounds like a uh, superdome all over again. Mm-hmm. Like we don't. Well, the police say there was no reports, but they're black, so we're gonna just say there were some reports. Uh, well, let's just assume there were some reports. People were being from being assaulted. Ah! Pat Washington, a spokeswoman for Dooley, 
there was one instance she knew of where tear uh tear gas was used there were scattered media reports of gunfire but authorities did not immediately confirm any right now the small group of people are creating a huge mess nose told ktvi tv contributed to the unrest that is going on is not going to help we're only hurting ourselves only hurting our community hurting our neighbors there's nothing productive from this as the investigation of Brown's death progresses, we understand people want to vent their frustrations. We understand they want to speak out, Noel said. We're going to obviously try to urge calm. Earlier in the day, a few hundred protesters had gathered outside of Ferguson Police Headquarters. At one point, many of them marched into adjacent, an adjacent police building, some chanting, don't shoot me, while holding their hands in the air. Officers stood at the top of the staircase but didn't use force. The crowd eventually left. Uh, County Police Chief John Belmar said the shooting occurred after an officer encountered two people, one of whom was brown, on the street near an apartment complex in Ferguson. Belmar said one of the men pushed the officer into his squad car and a struggle began. Belmar said at least one shot was fired from the officer's gun inside the police car. Ferguson Police Chief Tom Jackson said authorities were still sorting out what happened inside the police car. It was not clear Brown was the man who struggled with the officer. The struggle spilled out into the street where Brown was shot multiple times. Belmar said the exact number of shots wasn't known, but it was more than just a couple. He said all, all of the shell casings found at the scene matched the officer's gun. Police, so there was no other gun. Police, or that was fired, apparently. Police okay. are still investigating why the officer shot Brown, who police confirmed was unarmed. Jackson said the second person has not been arrested or charged. Authorities aren't sure if that person was unarmed. So, mysterious second person now. Ferguson Police Chief Tom Jackson told KSDTV there's no apparent video footage of the shooting from a nearby apartment complex or from any police cruiser dashboard cameras or body-worn cameras that the department recently bought but hasn't put in use. Well, this will be a good time to probably, like, hit the own button for those and get them on some police. Right, and and my thing is, is, uh, for some reason, a lot of, uh, police departments and officers and stuff are against this, but it's for everybody's protection. Not only is it for the community's protection, it's for the officers' protections. Right. Because people falsely accuse you of things, and now you got a video for you. Right. Like I've But never... also, y'all can't whoop people's asses and, mm. and, and claim that it never happened either. Yeah, I've never understood the reasoning for not having the police surveilled, because to be quite honest, um... I'm sure that they get accused of shit sometimes that they didn't do. Right. You know what I mean? It protects everybody. So why not, especially in a community where you have tense relations, why wouldn't you be recording everything so I can check my officers and also so I can, you know, make sure that they're doing the right things and make sure the community's doing the right things. Not to mention, I mean, what did we cover? Like L.A. where they took some of the cameras off and found ways around it. I mean, they always find ways around it if they're going to do dirty shit. Right. But at least we can have a record of them, like, turning off the camera or, right. you know, taking the tracking thing off of the off of the police car. Like, give us some way to see who the fuck is policing us and why, because someone's got to watch the watchers at this point, because I definitely don't trust them. Every black person I know has these stories about interaction with the police, and um it's got to stop. Yeah, that and the officers are should be held accountable. If your camera breaks, you need to inform us. Like, if, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You yeah, know what you, I mean. But you know, fines, penalties, right. suspension. You know. Uh, yeah, you're not reporting this shit, and obviously it's happening. Yeah. And now I have to wonder what you're really up to. Yeah, definitely. You should like we now have a tracking method. Right. Why isn't this? This should and, be immediate. 
and not on not only not and it should be every so often it should be just audits we mm-hmm. just audit let me see your shit is it working today let's just audit you and if it ain't you get a fine i don't give a fuck what happened i don't care what happened to it the moment you find out it's not working you need to inform us i don't want to hear anything around that because not only that the city would save money from being sued you know because you sue the police department technically you're suing the city so you know you're saving people money in the long run on both sides yeah i remember just last month we were covering the guy who got held on fox news as a hero because he said the black community didn't have fathers and that was why there was such animosity towards the police um and he interviewed the widow of a man who was killed by a police officer um and she and about a police officer who got killed and she was like yeah fuck the police i'm glad he's dead uh you know definitely not the most stable time to interview somebody about something like that right but you know trayvon martin had a father oscar grant had a father uh mike brown had a father what how is this the problem i think the problem is your bullets keep finding destinations inside of black men come on now you know what i mean A, a father can't stop your bullet you know, no no amount of speech can stop somebody that's determined that you're a threat and they need to put you down and they're justified in doing it because they have a gun and a badge. Like, mm-hmm. th- there's no there's no excuse for this shit. And, mm-hmm. you know, they should be putting cameras in everything. We should be able to watch these interactions. Right. It feels like the only way people are going to believe us anyway. Right. And not only that, it would reduce a lot of the abuse from people that know or think that they are above the law. Technically, they are a lot of them because they can do this shit and there's no repercussion to their actions. But I guarantee you, if you knew that a camera was on you, you wouldn't be, um, if you ask somebody a question, you change your tone. Mm-hmm. You wouldn't be pushing people and harassing people just because. Or, or, or I mean, maybe you do, but at least we see it. Right. Some of these people do it. You know, we caught, there was a police officer who got reprimanded for pulling over an NFL player and, talking noise to him and, and the player cooperated everything but the guy got an attitude as soon as he found out he played in the nfl like you know and that that police officer got in trouble why because his video we could see it we go oh this guy is an asshole we, i just want the fucking video man Th- that and for the fact that don't y'all want shit to be recorded on your side because people are coming out with their own camera phones recording shit and releasing it to the public. Yeah, there was a black person that got pulled over. I didn't even cover it on the show. It was infuriating. He got pulled over by police, and luckily there was a dashboard cam of it, but the police were lying, and they were going to kill this man. They, like, they were asking him to get out the car. He was trying to get out the car. He was talking to the officer, and the officer just started going, he's got a gun. He's going for my gun. And, like, that is the scariest fear in the world as a black man because all I can think is you're about to kill me. You're about to kill me in cold blood. I'm not going for anything. You could see on camera nothing was wrong. But if it hadn't been for, luckily, that camera being filming this, you know, this man could be dead. This man could be in prison. Uh, He got accused of, like, you know, resisting arrest, assaulting a police officer. He didn't do any of this shit. So, um, you know, this is the kind of thing that, you know, is a huge fear for a lot of black people in the in our community. And um, these kind of incidents always bring it to the top, you know. So, mm-hmm. um, yeah, I, I mean, I'm sure there'll be more details coming out. I'm sure, it's, you know, may, they're going to release the officer's name tomorrow, um, I believe. Um, people are going to look into his record and 
Of the, if he's ever been charged with harassment and things of that nature, mm-hmm. uh, people, you know, obviously if the person, if the police officer happens to be black or Latino, people are going to act like, well, oh, well, then it's, you know, it's not, it can't be racism if it's both black people, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, also, the people that keep bringing up stuff like, why don't they care about black on black crime? We do. We're the only ones who do care. Right. Uh, I don't know if you've noticed, you know, I, someone today at the gym was like, yeah, someone was, tell, someone was saying that uh, black people need to police their own community before they can start concentrating on what the police are doing, blah, blah, blah. Here's the thing about that. Uh, white people don't police their own communities. They can believe in the police protecting and serving them. Right. So when they call the police, they don't go, am I going to jail? And, right. Like, they, do I fit the description of the motherfucker that robbed me as well? Right. Um, come, come on now. You know, you, like you show hit, you show up and arrest my black ass because all of a sudden I called you, but I fit the description. Right. I'm scared to call you because you're like, well, why are you here? You do fit the description. description uh, Why you here? I, I do smell some weed. Why you here? Right. You know, and it's just one of those things. But even when we had the incident with the uh with the chick out there beating on the door like 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 a uh, musty old dirty cat, um, it was one of them situations where I was like, okay, we black, she white, and I didn't even know she was white. But it's just one of those things where I was like, uh, she, she got to go to jail because. If some if if you would have made it differently, next thing you know, she could have turned around and called the cops on you. Right. And it'd have been a whole then we both would have been fucking going to jail over some bullshit and you woke us up, bitch. Right. So it's you know, it's just uh yeah, it, it's just so much, man, compacted into this situation and I think there's um it's not going away anytime soon. And it's something where you can talk about this and not it doesn't mean you can't be sad that robin williams passed it doesn't mean uh you can't talk about any other news it doesn't mean Mm -hmm. if you don't change your name on twitter you're not real enough or whatever people are mourning and dealing with it in their own ways um you know you can sign a petition you can participate in a local moment of silence you can do all the things that make you feel comfortable uh, but you know, um, I think people need to lay off of guilting each other and right. judging each other and, um, uh, try to focus on, you know, the, the more important thing, which is getting some sort of answer, some clarity as to what exactly happened in this situation. Right. And, and something else that people have a tendency to miss, there are people outside of the black community that care about the black community. There are people that are concerned there are people that are just as outraged there are people that look at black people as human beings and a lot of times when these situations happen they are overlooked a lot and they have voices also but it's just one of those things where the cameras are never put on them you know mm-hmm. they're never interviewed they're never coming out and and speaking a lot of times because they bypass those people because you're not black yeah well i mean even the NAACP and some uh, black quote unquote leaders that came out to talk, you know, I saw people going in on them. I saw people mad on Twitter about not getting the credit for retreats uh, in this situation. Um, I, you know, I, like I just like there's so much shit going on. There's people that don't like each other and petty beefs, and mm-hmm. it's not a unifying thing that it seems like it could be. Um, because so many people are, you know, kind of in their own world at the time. And, right. you know, I'm not commenting on any of those people. I don't 
like fight with those people or tell mm-hmm. them on Twitter. Like, if that's what you're into, that's what you're into. But I'm I'm avoiding that shit, man. I'm trying to just stay focused on the task at hand, which is right. finding out what happened. You know what I yeah, mean? That, like that, that right there is my the biggest thing right now. Finding out what happened, getting all the facts out, and understanding that issues that happen in America are an American issue. If it affects an American, it's an American issue. But our country doesn't view it like that. Yeah. Well, let's try to be funny, Karen. Let's do it. Breaking news, breaking news. <laughs> you have to shuffle the papers. Day 174 of Solange Gate. Yes. As always, Negroes stay trying it. And Kim Kardashian and Kanye West dropped a shady ass picture on Instagram today. Oh, that that shade. They was kissing in an elevator. Okay. Mm-hmm. Any more to this story? That's it. They tried it. That's what. That's the end. The end. Yes, you know they was gloating. People kiss all the time. What the hell is going on here? On the elevator, though, Karen. What's ah, the, what's the what's, last? What's time, it going? Was it going down? What's the last time somebody that was invited to that wedding and didn't go to that wedding was on the elevator that we all know about? Hmm. 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 Did they pictures get leaked? Or they video? Uh, the caption was hashtag elevator kiss. Hmm. Elevator. Ah! I see you, Kim. Okay. Okay. All right. Mm-hmm. Okay. I think that's cool. There was uh they had appeared at the Teen Choice Awards on Sunday in Los Angeles, and Northwest mom quickly boarded a plane back to New York to reunite with a new hubby. Uh, so she won the Surfboard Award. For keeping up with the Kardashian. Kids watch that? That's allowed? Uh, apparently so. Because people, people, some people actually live tweeting the Kids Choice Awards. Kid, but, I mean, kids kids can choose. Kids Choice lets you, as a choice, be like, I watch Keeping Up With The Kardashian. What else? Love and Hip Hop? No, Basketball Wives? Like, what are the other options? Wouldn't, wouldn't surprise me. The Bachelorette? Uh, probably so. Uh, well, she said, thank you so much while accepting her surfboard award. Surfboard? Uh, for keeping up with the Kardashians with the younger sisters, Kendall and Kylie Jenner. Um, it's pretty crazy. We're going on our 10th season of our show. We're so happy to still be winning an award like this. Well, you're also happy to be trying it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like you. How, how did keeping up with the Kardashians even get nominated? What was it up against? Right. That's what I want to know. It was probably that and Teletubbies or some shit. I don't know. <laughs> What genre they are, big bobblehead women. Um, finally, the reunion that nobody asked for has arrived upon us. I'm not nobody. That's right. Jagged Edge is back to steal our hearts once again. How old are these niggas? 45, 50? <laughs> they old. Yeah, I, I feel like it should be Jagged Edges now because they don't have any left. Ah! Uh, maybe, just, maybe Ragged Edge. You know, I feel ah! like they... They had to come back. <laughs> um, They're going to be moving with them jagged bones. Yeah. Instead of jagged edge, it's more like jagged cul-de-sac. Uh, 
is 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 it would be hard for anyone to argue against the statement that jagged edge is one of the most iconic uh symbols of the r&b music to date what who wrote this jagged edge <laughs> themselves azim, they, they submitted it azim khan wrote this for huffing and post now it was funny because ladies all over my facebook page was like finally music can come back it's time to get love on the radio mm. it's time for us to be able to they don't remember jagged edge that much do they right like love songs on the radio what jagged edge love songs were we partying to i remember where the party at yes come on come Come on on. where the party at yeah Yeah, this wasn't no damn love song up in the club people remember what they want to goddamn remember Like, it's not like, like, I have low, a low bar for them. Like, everybody else, I can't wait to get love back on the radio. Mm-hmm. I was like, wait a minute. Y'all remember Let's Get Married? Let me talk about the song that y'all call a love song. Right. Be like, hey. I believe it's called Let's Get Married, in parentheses, Bitch Might As Well. Yeah, like, I'm looking at you, you looking at me, bitch, we old, let's get married. Yeah, it, it really is, parentheses, bitch, why not? Right. Like, it really should start with the clip from Martin where he's like, you schemed and you plotted and you did it. Yes, I will marry you. And they had. Damn, Gina. (laughs) And they had two verses of this. Are you happy now? You playing the slow version. Then they have a Mm. quick version, which is probably even worse. I'm not playing the quick version. Yeah, that version is even worse. Come on, Karen. Stop. Stop doing that. Why would you want me to play the worst version of the song? Right. What a 15 what minute intro. What the fuck is this? The, 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 the instrumental? I, that's what I'm about to ask you. Skip into this one. Wait, hold on. That's actually a different song. What? Let me go back. He's, maybe I will have to play the remix. Might not have a choice. <laughs> Come on now. What the fuck is this? One minute. Click on it again. Uh, let me see. What's on my heart? Oh, there we go. Okay. For the second intro. Welcome to the 90s, y'all. We're Woo! going back. Yes, we are. First of all, 
tell you this But I'm gonna be real and say what's on my heart Let's take this chance and make this love feel relevant Loved you from the start, yeah All the years we put in this relationship Even though I was a player Who knew we'd make it this far We didn't even think you Yeah, basically like he's saying like Who would have thought I'd still be with your ass. Who would have thought you'd have been in my ass? I used to be a player, girl. After all this time. All that shit I put you through. I couldn't upgrade. Right. Where would I be if we would just just fall apart? Instead of thought of losing you. Because then I got to pay the rest of this rent. Right. Not to mention, you know, I'm driving. I'm on your insurance. I'm driving your car to your job with your AKA place on it. Then I'm going back home playing my Xbox. I definitely need you in my life right so white dress we ain't getting no younger we might as well do it we ain't getting no younger isn't that the proposal all of you ladies have been waiting your entire life for no we ain't getting no younger we might as well do it that's what you say when you want to take out the trash <laughs> go to the dentist right you know when you when it's time to to to, to get the oil changed when in you, the car when you breaking your diet yeah this is a task that you do <laughs> right this, we ain't getting no younger might as well might i'll as be well. like nigga please do we no i don't want to marry you i must confess i've been feeling you on a while girl i must confess i didn't want to tell you this before in this long relationship but <laughs> It's not that I love you. I've been feeling you. I've been feeling you for a while. And yeah, because all the other chicks done left me. You know, yeah. I, I, I I don't ball as hard. I, I don't pull in the dime pieces no more. They them twos yeah. and threes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, I, you know, I to be honest, uh, you all right. You and, okay. Uh, I did not say so earlier, but you straight. Yeah. Uh, you want to marry a nigga? That's like Scrappy. How he, why, yeah. why aren't you married? You want my well marry yeah, nigga. This naish. Yeah. <laughs> except my except my engagement rigs naive I just want to get married meet me at the altar in your white dress I'm surprised it doesn't say meet me at the justice of peace in your white dress honestly <laughs> you know in your slippers mm-hmm. we ain't getting no younger we might as well do it feeling you for a while girl I must confess Well, frankly, girl, I'm tired of this emptiness. Been through all the bitches and the yep. hoes. All the hoes. I've bit the anal. Right. I've we, had my dick sucked from the back. We, I, I, honey, I've done it all. All the $200 dates and ass I could eat. Right. Done been drunk, done been high, girl. I've done it all. But now, now that I've done it all, I might as well do you. Yeah. I want to come home to you and only you. Cause making love to just anyone ain't happening. He didn't really say that he didn't have a choice, but I feel like he's implying these bitches ain't feeling me no more. Okay. I, t- I told you he an old player. Yeah. Yes. Making love to anyone. It's just not happening no more. These Cause ladies, they ain't coming around. Yeah. These ladies. I'm they, the old dude in the club now. They, they laughing at right. me. 
I'm, I, I can't, all I can do is a two-step. I'm wearing, uh, you know, all my clothes getting joked at. I'm wearing mm. my penny loafers and they, they, you know, they clowning me. I come in there in my sweatsuits and my jerry curl and they look like, nigga, that ain't cool no more. They know about our kids. Right. You know, so. They go to school with our kids. Right. I just gotta be with you. you think about us finishing something we started so long ago? That family. That family was Oh, started. oh, mm-hmm. so, oh, so I, yeah, so you used to be one of my old hoes that mm-hmm. I could just kind of let go. But, you know, I went through a few and you were the only one that was willing to, 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 to put up with my bullshit. Mm-hmm. I want to give you my all. You think about. By the way, I want to give you all. It's not much left of the all. It's your life. Uh, all is uh, like uh, 30% uh, of when we started. Right. Uh, uh, all is my $30,000 year job. Mm-hmm. Maybe us having. I think you mean some more babies, but okay. Some babies with and, us this and, time. Yeah. Like, that's, that are actually yours. Yeah, maybe. Oh, 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 okay. Oh, yeah. okay. But ain't y'all old? Why mm-hmm. we have more babies? Yep. Be my lady forever, Commit to you. He's just now ready to commit to you. After all these years. This is a relationship, people. Remember, guys? I thought. I thought there was a committed relationship that he was saying, finally, we might as well get married. Mm-mm. Apparently, now he's ready to make the step of actually, you know, keeping it to just y'all. Right. I just can't wait for the night. When it's over. I can't wait <laughs> to just lay down in the bed and go to sleep. Because now I know I'm going to have me a home-cooked yeah. meal and some washed clothes. And I don't got to do the shit myself. I'm finally covered under your insurance. Right. Because I need you here. Let's get married. I just want to get married. Meet me in the altar in your white dress. We ain't getting no younger. We might as well do it. Until you all the wild girl, I must confess. Let's get just repeats the chorus all the way to the end guys um but uh come on come right. on this what y'all want back this what this what hip-hop they were saying like this what r&b needs finally we get rid of these these gender wars mm. like i don't know if ragged yeah. edge is uh i don't know if crusty edge is uh, yeah really what you want going on here yeah i'm not sure that you ladies remember j.e the way we remember J.E. Right. Yeah, that new song is called Hope. Oh, Lord. I hope it's good. Right. It's a seven-minute video. God damn it, Jacket Edge. What's going to have a 45-minute intro? Right. In the beginning, in the beginning, God created light. Ah! And, and heaven and earth. Yeah. Atlanta, Georgia, 24 hours before the J.E. Mission of Hope. Oh, Lord. Well, I remember this. This this can't be the new song. I'm about to say, I hope not. Not not unless we bring about the hits. They trying to remind us? I guess so. This is what we used to be. Hey, hey, let me tell you. It's like a mini documentary. What the fuck is going Ah! on? Y'all, son, right? 
So I went to church the other day, right? And you know, they were telling me about, yo, my mama got this pastor, he's a great preacher. I'm like, yo, man, I know the dude from the block before he was a preacher, bro. But his baby's mama pastor, she love him. So I told that preacher, if he don't give me back my money out that damn plate, I'ma bust his mama ass wide open. You know what? What is going on and here? You know what's going on? I figured it out. This is why they don't let dark skinned dudes in R and B groups. <laughs> this is why every R and B group get a one dark skinned brother per group. And everybody see Justin was right. Yeah, you get one light one dark skinned yeah. brother per group limit. Right. And once you violate they, the limit, that, that's it. It's, it's, it's shit goes right. Yeah, you, Bobby Brown came in. All of a sudden, uh, he had to go when Johnny Gill came. Like it makes right, sense. Right. You either gonna be the color of Leonard Brothers, Justin, or Ty Diamond. You're gonna be the color mm-hmm. of one of them three dudes. I mean, you look at the album cover and it looks like uh, a jail lineup. It looks like these brothers <laughs> they're like somebody's gonna be like, uh, number two was the one who robbed me. Number two huh, in the definitely lineup. took he took everything they, from they me. They do look like they're the police lineup though. Right. You know. Um but I guess I'll try to find. Maybe the video will start at some point. Her mama love him, though. <laughs> I'm done with you. What, babe? I'm going to It was your preacher anyway. Uh, that's you not funny. Go nowhere with your ass in the first place. Don't put your hands on. Now they got, dude, people, it's really a mini video. Someone's arguing with a woman, grabbing her arm. Oh, Lord. Oh, me. Damn, bro. Take your ass out of here, My nigga. Damn, Ray Rice. Wait, did they just say nigga in the official music video? Huh? What? What the hell just happened? Are these R and B dudes about to fight? Oh, did they play the Fight Club song before this, this be, video? Right, was Lil John playing before they, they started give, giving started them instructions? This? Did they they and they clicks? I never seen a fight to where the party at. Now I will say that. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> me either. I love that song. I mean, do I need to, if I need to add that to the queue? I will. I've been missing all the cookouts then. Nobody's not talking to you. Nobody ain't talking to you. I'm talking to you though. Wow, they they are fighting. Tell the club up. Tell the club up. Tell the club up. Tell the club up. Whoop that trick. He threw a nigga over the stanchion. What is happening? Where's the R&B? <laughs> Apparently it's in the chairs and the booze that they were drinking. R&B stands for rhythm and battery in this motherfucker. Ah, <laughs> yes it does. <laughs> Wildstar! Go in! Wildstar! Oh! Go in! In with a bottle! In! Wow. I mean, I feel like Lil John is watching this for inspiration and next song is going to be, you know, uh, spill a drink on a nigga, then step on his J's. Right. Spill a drink on a nigga, then step on his J's. <laughs> Don't apologize. Don't apologize. Like, I feel <laughs> like that's the next Lil John. <laughs> Ironically, this is how the Commodores got their start. So a lot of people don't know that. Ah. <laughs> this is how a lot of Motown videos start. Yeah, they just brawling. 
back, 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 back then they had on suits and they was dancing and shit. <laughs> the Temptations was coming to the club. Yeah, spinning start, around. Start a fight, kill a nigga, and then they would start singing. They would be beating people with mics. <laughs> yeah. And they platforms. My girl. Yeah. They, talking about, hold on one second. Nigga, get your hands off that woman. <laughs> for I fuck you up. They would fuck you up with a, with that mean afro. Now, where were we? One, two, three. My girl. My girl. My girl. Talking about hey, my, my girl, girl. My girl. Bitch, quit quit over there. <laughs> quit fighting over there with that dude. I done told you, ho. What was it? One, two, three, four. My girl. My girl. My girl I got sunshine. <laughs> on a cloudy day. <laughs> yes. Yeah, they be like, I am. Ain't no sunshine when she's gone. <laughs> Man, I've been playing around these streets so long. I know my girl think I'll never be ready. What the fuck? But I'm going to do all I can to let her know I'm ready. They really think this is the nice. They're listen. giving that long-ass intro talk. Listen, guys. Listen. <laughs> I am going, I promise you, I'm going to put this on our website under the episode description. I need all of you to see it. Okay? It is everything. I need all of you to go to the blackouttips.com, look up the latest episode tomorrow, and I need you to go to minute mark three minutes and 40 seconds. And these niggas are talking with a green screen behind them showing the earth. And they are like translucent and talking to the camera, y'all. I... This is everything. If I could screenshot it, it would be the art for the for the fucking you might episode. Get this is the best day Jagged Edges have ever done. I know my girl think I'll never be ready. But I'm going to do all I can to let her know I'm ready. Because really, she is worth it. From now on, I'm taking all the calls. From now on, I won't get lost at all. 90s R&B is so like, I was fucking up, but now I'm going to get right. Yeah, and you know. <laughs> it's always, every song starts off with some nebulous like thing that you did. Like, girl, I know I hurt you bad when I did that thing that time that I shouldn't say on here because I don't want to be specific, but the legal court ramifications of that have not right. played out yet. I don't, I don't want my, charges my, to be pressed against me. My, my probation officer might actually hear me sing this song. Yeah, my attorney has advised against acknowledging the rights or wrongs I may or may not have committed right. against you in our quote-unquote relationship will still be referred to as this ship from this point on in the documents. But uh, I just want to make it up to you real quick, right. girl. And you know what? I, I've... I, I know I'm old, but I'm like, I feel officially old yeah. because everybody that was hot when, when you know, when we was younger mm-hmm. are, are coming back, but they forgetting they 20 years behind. They oh, still not, doing the same they, shit. They not forgetting. That's why it's on Groupon. You can go get you. You can go see Jagged <laughs> Edge on Groupon at a local theater. Two for one. Guaranteed. My time is running out, I know. And right now I'm just trying to restore her hope in me. It's clearly. These niggas are singing on a helicopter pad on the top of a roof in Atlanta. Who, who, what security guards getting fired for this? You know they didn't ask permission for that. Right. There, there's no permit for this. Every night, trying to make these dudes see the light. Oh, 
are on top of a bus they are the the ladder budget for this video is astounding yes you know whoever owned that bin was like um so uh tyrone um why when i looked across the security film they was like all these cameras going what what, upstairs uh what what was happening on the roof last night right I really miss my calling. I could write these songs. Right. They, 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 condescending love songs to black women. I could write these. I'm done cheating for this week. Ah! And now I'm ready to go out to eat, girl. Come on and wash <laughs> my clothes. Right. Girl, you know I'm here for you until Saturday and Sunday. <laughs> now that the game is off and I'm hungry. Yes. <laughs> Yes, <laughs> let me love you down until football season. <laughs> That's the kind of bullshit that, 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 that's really going on here. Catch on, women. <laughs> now I have dropped you off at work, driving your car. I can see that happening. Right. That'd be good. <laughs> I'm home playing Xbox, smoking weed. Ah! But I'm thinking about you. <laughs> Cause my other hoes ain't here. <laughs> no woman face the rain like you. Right. <laughs> no woman oh. get my whites as white as you, girl. Girl, if your man got a jagged edge album in his house, you, just you better leave. run. Just leave. You better, honey. This is a sorry nigga anthem. You better run. <laughs> I don't think nobody is worse as Joe, cause Joe be begging, and now he be he be begging, but he be begging on that cheating shit. Yeah. Oh my God. This is like sorry I stole. Sorry I sold your TV music. <laughs> <laughs> All right, man. Other news has happened. <laughs> uh, Paris Hilton is getting paid uh, money just to sit around. Uh, 2014 guys. Is there um the this is not breaking news. She's she been sitting around doing nothing for years. Uh, she get, still gets $350,000 an hour for a stringer's routine of standing around looking bored and pressing play on her iTunes list. Mm-hmm. And she's probably mad at Kim because her show got canceled. She has 13 gigs set at Ibiza's Amnesia Club where she has a residency on Wednesday night, but she was blasted for her earning her huge set. $347,000 an hour pay packet for simply pressing play as other workers reportedly did a lot of the technical work. So you just walked in. I mean, but what did you think? You thought Paris Hill was going to do the technical work. Well, you thought she was going to be a sound engineer and rig up everything for you. Come on. Clearly Come on. she just pressed play. When it's all said and done, she's expected to make 2.7 million and the rich get richer. Man, you pay us, man, if we made money like this, this, this would be one of the, uh, uh, biggest podcasts ever, cause we would be doing some shit. In 2014, though, there's people that are like, Paris Hilton is having a jammy jam. 
I got to be there. Like that's a thing that still happens. Like mm-hmm. it seemed like I mean, because she's been around so long, it feels like at this point you'd be like, "Oh, Paris Hilton's having that party? Uh, that's lame. I'm too rich for this." Like, what is it, a throwback? Yeah, we she, hipsters now, and she old too. She getting her thirties like yeah. us. Uh, surely they must be on drugs. You think to yourself. Turns out they are. The crowds do seem to enjoy it, but most are too off their face to care that she simply pressed play on Beyonce's mega mix on a Beyonce mega mix. So that's what it is. Okay, I see now. It's Beyonce. She's just playing it, and then people go, "Oh, okay, I love it." Well, somebody's still paying us. Oh, you make that money. Did you know LGBT people are far less likely to be religious? That's understandable. 41% of non-LGBT Americans identify as highly religious, while only 24% of LGBT Americans feel the same. That's understandable because a lot of religious people don't have love. They don't have empathy. They don't have sympathy. They look at them as less than. A lot of them have been ostracized from the church. Mm -hmm. A lot of them have been pushed out by the church. Uh, the people that they went to for love and a lot of them, a lot of the people rejected them. A lot of people use religion as a way to, um, uh, justify their, uh, treatment of people that are different. And so I completely understand. Yeah. Nothing makes you realize how everything is bullshit. Right. Like being in one of those groups that is ostracized. Cause then you quickly realize how hypocritical people are and how, you know, People don't believe what they preach. Right. How, you know, you preach about love. You preach about compassion. You preach about forgiveness. You preach about, you know, love thy neighbor as thyself and all these type of things. But, you know, you look at somebody beside you and they don't look like you do or Mm -hmm. act like you do or don't do the things that you, quote, unquote, consider correctly or because their, quote, unquote, sin is something that you can see you can point them out and ostracize them and make them feel less than. But uh, everybody, you know, has done wrong. But, you know, your sins might not be uh, up for public debate and not the hot button topic of the hour. Yep. For LGBT Americans, 47 percent identify as non-religious, while only 30 percent of non-LGBT Americans do. One common explanation behind the disparity is that LGBT Americans may feel less welcome to participate in religious congregations or organizations, right. although religious groups have become more accepted in recent years, according to Public Religion Research Institute. Same-sex marriage was opposed by most religious groups as recently ago as 2003. Today, a majority of Jewish Americans, white mainline Protestants, and white and Hispanic Catholics support marriage equality. Here's the problem with that. While those people may, the organizations still don't. Right. So they still have an official policy of, nope, not you. You know, Mm -hmm. uh, we just read an article where a church wouldn't bury a man because they found out he was gay. Um, You know, that's not accepting, you know, and it sounded like the congregation didn't necessarily agree with it. But since you kind of yielded your authority over to these power figures, it's like, well, what are we going to do? We got to find somewhere else to bury this person. And they sprung it on the family last second, you know? Right. You should have told them this ahead of time if this was your stance. Yeah. Other including find that while 83% of non-LGBT Americans identify with a particular religion, only 67% of LGBT uh, adults do. So so non-LGBT, 83% identify with one religion, 67% of LGBT adults do. While 66% of non-LGBT Americans say religion is important in their daily lives, only half of LGBT Americans feel the same way. 
More than half of the non-LGBT population in the country is Protestant, but only 35% of LGBT adults identify as the same. And 42% of non-LGBT Americans attend services regularly, while roughly a quarter of LGBT Americans do. I'm actually surprised that it's that high and that they still go to church and stuff. I Like, if, if church was, like, actively, like, black people are bad, I couldn't imagine going in one. I just couldn't. Like... Yeah, and the sad part, it used to be like that. Yeah, like I just couldn't imagine being like, I'm on sir. I can't wait till next Sunday to find out how more ain't shit, you know. But, uh, I mean, obviously people grow up with that. You get programmed with it sometimes. Uh, but, yeah, just interesting study. I think it confirms a lot of what people already believed anyway. Uh, <clears throat> Congressman's office admits that Benny Hanna in this bitch tweet was a mistake. <laughs> Not Benny Hanna. On June twenty second, Michael J. Hudson published a tweet for the ages. Hell yeah, Benny Hanna up in this bitch. It reads, and with an attached image of some chicken cooking directly on an electric range. Yesterday, the office of Repu- <laughs> the officer of Republican Keith Ellison retweeted it, and uh, he's, so I, I guess uh, uh, Representative Keith Ellis uh, retweeted it. The apparent slip-up was caught and corrected just after 25 seconds, but not before Politwhoops, a site that catalogs deleted tweets from politicians, caught it. From there was a short hop to Twitchy, the terrible cutting-edge Twitter curation website from conservative pundit Michelle Malkin. Hudson Twitchy is careful to note, claims he is the nephew of musician Slash. He also claims a star in the hit lacrosse movie Crooked Arrow, so... Today, Talking Points Memo picked up the story and received incredible, credibly a statement from the Minnesota Democrat spokesperson. It was an aid and it was a mistake. The congressman had nothing to do with it. Yeah, fucking right. I don't believe that. Yeah, right. Whatever. Yeah. Um, he thought he was doing something. Uh, yeah, he probably sent out from the wrong account. Right. Uh, the he aided, probably got another account that, that nobody knows who the fuck it is. Yeah, the aide, it turns out, was Ellison's communication assistant, Izzy Kirshner-Breen. Yeah, she probably took that fall. Who, for the record, loves Benny Hanna. The tweet deleted from at Keith Ellison last night was my mistake. For the record, I love Benny Hanna. <laughs> last week, Michael J. Hudson put some weird stuff on a pizza and it ended up on Good Morning America's blog. So, yeah, that's <laughs> Benny Hanna and his bitch. <laughs> <laughs> That sounds like something you would say. I would vote for you. If, Me too. Uh, you took a picture of cooking up some chicken, talking about some Benny Hanna in this bitch. Uh, you get my vote, sir. Like, I don't. Michael J. Hudson for president, as far as I'm. Shit, if Obama tweeted out Benny Hanna in this bitch, I'd be up in here defending it like a motherfucker. <laughs> yeah. It's not very presidential. It is to me, motherfucker. It is to me. Uh, speaking of chicken and sandwiches, a. Cataray County mother uh, got a pretty shocking discovery when she went to uh, McDonald's to get a chicken sandwich, Karen. Uh Uh-oh. We all love our chicken. Well, a Carteret County mother makes a shocking discovery when she goes to eat her chicken sandwich from McDonald's. Charlie Matice of Moorhead City says she found a Nazi symbol etched in butter on her bun. News Channel 12's (laughs) Juliana Valencia met with her today. She's live in the studio. Leland Menai says she found a swastika on her bun. We've been working on the story in our newsroom for several days now, making calls and talking to McDonald's first to make sure the customer's allegations are true and to find out what McDonald's is doing about the incident. 
A McDonald's drive-thru. It's a quick choice for food where your order is typically the same no matter which location you go to. I ordered a Southern style chicken sandwich for myself and a Happy Meal for my daughter. But for Charlie Maddice, this Moorhead City McDonald's drive-thru didn't hand her the order she expected. I went to go put my man like mayonnaise on the sandwich, and that's when I noticed it. She says a swastika had been burned onto the bun of her chicken sandwich with butter. Is this a joke? Is this, is, does somebody really think that this is funny? This anti-Semitic symbol was used by the Nazi party in Germany during the Holocaust. Her grandfather had fought in World War II. Many, many people died under that symbol because of it, and it's not something that should be taken lightly, and it's not something that should be thrown around. She says when she went inside, employees offered to replace it. I really didn't have an appetite at that point, so I said... Uh, we have some burning cross uh, buns if you uh, want, want some yeah. of those. Cause you like it. Uh, McDonald's no? probably never tasted so good, mm-hmm. and I don't even want to guess the way she definitely white niggas would be like, oh, it's a cr- oh, this is some put some mayonnaise on it and ate that. Like, hey, at least they put uh, butter on my bun. They normally don't even do that. They're like, hey, a symbol. Maddie says even with the money, she didn't feel satisfied. She wants the incident addressed at a larger scale. Maybe it needs to be a part of training. Maybe it needs to be brought up more often so that people know that it's not okay. We went inside this McDonald's test the store manager. When this happens, what crosses your mind? Because I feel like if I find a swastika on a bun, I'm eating the fuck out of my sandwich. Right. And I'm good. I'm not waiting three hours for the news to show up so i'm not putting my bun in an evidence bag to show ah, to i'm not freezing it like that's it i just i, I go huh. so i stick and i keep going like and th- after that i check every time i go out to eat i'm like oh look at this uh this time they put a penis that's good but i think it's because we we've like worked in restaurants so we're like fuck it yeah <laughs> i just i mean yeah it's not even the worst thing ever but I right just, i just open up my bun and be like oh look uh there's a there's a, a butter penis and uh, the mayo is to come. Thanks. Yeah, but I, oh look, they had they were nice enough to put nigga in butter. This is a yes. delicious mm. nigga chicken sandwich. This is what Yummy. I Yummy. Just like mama made. Right. About the incident and were redirected to corporate, but then sent us an email with a statement from the local owner saying the employee had been fired. A decision Madice is happy with. I'm a loyal I just wanted to see a picture of the employee. It's like a skinhead with like tattoos and shit. He's like, what? What did I do? They was like, we told you not to do that shit. Why do you think it was me? Come on. Come on. Uh, see how we know it's you. Come on, buddy. Nobody else can do it that perfectly. Yeah. Customer. I know. You know, you know, we don't hire people that know history that well. Right. Had to be you, buddy. That's why I don't want people like that. And I don't want them to have people like that representing them. Because she thinks it's important. She has a coexist license plate thing. That's awesome. That's what I'm talking about, hippie lady. Get that man fired. To coexist. Medice tells me she's not upset with McDonald's because they've apologized and it was the actions of one employee. She says she plans on eating there again. Reporting live in the studio, Juliana Valencia for News Channel 12. Wow. She's a good one, Good. They didn't have enough jokes in this for me. When she saw her sandwich, it was hard to keep her concentration camped out in the parking lot. She gave she gave the police a call, but that was the final solution. The bun was fresh out of the ovens. Yes. Um. Yeah. This was enough tongue in cheek for me. I'm sorry. 
but uh you guys could have done better get your shit together wcti12.com yes all right juliana valicia where are my jokes now the statement from the owner of the moorhead city mcdonald's also said quote we do not tolerate that kind of behavior at mcdonald's and it's not what we stand for personally as the owners it is about providing the best level of service and care to our customers and anything less than that is unacceptable by the way the chat room is evil they are saying things such as she went home and took a hot shower uh she was all she was all a gas chamber oh mm-hmm. the jokes mm-hmm. yes the jokes do see th- this is why we are better than the news because we would have we would have uh definitely spruced that up yeah got to the bottom of that um yeah but a swastika <laughs> bun like that's just a motherfucker that want to get fired. Like, he's just hoping somebody, like, did he hand you know it to what? her and say, look inside the bun? You know, I bet she be doing that shit all day, but she was the only one that paid that shit attention. Most yeah. people probably wouldn't even put no man there. Oh, this is a good sandwich. She was like, damn it, they didn't look either. Maybe he thought she was racist too and decided to join in. All right, I guarantee you, it was too perfect. I guarantee you, that's not the, that's not the first time. He be doing that across everything, the kids' meals and everything, but nobody paid that shit no attention. Um, this is a quick one. Uh, this nigga Tony Stewart got in an argument with um got in an argument with a driver. He's a NASCAR driver. Mm-hmm. And the guy got up and like walked across the track, which is extremely dangerous, but it happens all the time, towards Tony Stewart's car pointing at him. And Tony Stewart hit the gas and hit the dude with the back tire and the guy slid fifty feet and died. Mm-hmm. Yep. Did, did 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 uh did Tony Stewart cause a crash or something that made him angry? Uh, I don't know. Tony Stewart is notoriously a hothead. He gets into it with people all the time. He's yes. fought people. He's lost his temper on the track. Um, you know, he's driven out of control dangerously before. Yeah, and um, this is not the first time that something has happened. On like, didn't he like break a leg or something yeah. not too long ago? Yeah. Uh, what ha- what we do know is on camera because there's camera that's he killed that man. He killed Oh, him. I, I didn't watch And it. he was going to go ahead and race later on, like the next day. Uh, he decided not to after a while after people, you know, brought it up. What I don't understand is, um, how the fuck is our criminal charges not being pursued? I mean, it looks like at, at best it's an accident, but it's reckless endangerment, putting your gas while this dude's walking towards you in the car. Um, at worst, it could be murder. Yeah, like how I does if Tiger and, Woods got in a fight with a golfer and then accidentally knocked his ass upside the head with a golf club, we we'd be like, yeah, he going to jail. He won't be golfing Sunday. And, Duh. And something that people really don't want to talk about is just the way that NASCAR kind of looks at this because I think they do a lot of fighting in NASCAR. They do a lot of brawling in NASCAR. Like I'll be watching it. They they I've seen them literally fight on the track at times. Mm-hmm. Like. And so it's just one of those things where fighting is considered acceptable because yeah. it's a predominantly right sport and people watch for the crashes and the fights. Yeah. And it's just one of those things where it, it's, it's, it's almost blaming the victim because a lot of people say, well, he shouldn't have got out of his car. Oh, yeah, that's true. But at the same time, it's like him getting at the car shouldn't have anything to do with him getting hit mm-hmm. um, for the simple fact that you hit this dude and he dies and... I think they said they're going to charge it as like, um, you know, that's just shit that just happens on a racetrack. 
like like literally that's 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 what they're going to call it right instead of when, vehicular manslaughter when at, when honestly in my personal opinion he needs to be charged with something need to be suspended mm-hmm. something penalized something <clears throat> yep be- uh, because yeah. it's not going to bring him you know his family it's not going to bring him back yep um yeah it's just fucking crazy man um all right let's Let's get into our games. We've been talking for a while. We could go on with news forever because we do have so much fucking news. Ah, clear. Um, but uh, we're gonna, we'll we'll save some for tomorrow with Justin when we review uh, that blood. Cool. Um, so first game that we always play here on the Blackout Tips is a little game called Fucking with Black People. <laughs> We're just fucking with those black people. We're just fucking with those blacks. We're just fucking with fucking with black people. That's right, guys. It's time for the game that I hate every time it comes up. But we play anyway to laugh, to keep from crying. It's called fucking with black people, where we read articles from all over the globe and we decide how much we feel fucked with from zero to a hundred in intervals of twenty-five. Today's contestants is everybody again. Everybody yeah. tried it one more time. One more again. Uh, let's see. One, two, uh, uh, probably about 12 of these. Uh, zero to 12, Karen. Pick one. Uh, we're going to try eight. Eight. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. All right. The Daily News Analysis finds racial disparities in summons for major violations in broken windows policing policy what is that you ask well yeah i'm about to ask what is it new york daily news um said that uh broken windows policing is basically like oh we walked by the street and we saw something out of order so we checked it out like every morning hundreds of people line up at the city's dingy summons court clutching pink tickets for such petty infractions as Walking through the park after dark, bicycling, bicycling on the sidewalk. Oh, drink, I didn't know that was a crime. Drinking on the street and even spitting. Well, New York's so safe, you can't walk through the park at dark. Okay. They are the human faces of the most prevalent but underscrutinized element of broken windows policing, a controversial crime-fighting strategy implemented in the 1990s that focuses on aggressively enforcing quality-of-life offenses to deter more serious ones. And these faces are overwhelmingly black and Hispanic men. A daily news an- analysis of first ever released summer statistics has found since 1990 and it's 2014. Now they're releasing the statistics. Mm-hmm. Okay. The number of summonses issued each year has soared since the broken windows was implemented in the 1990s of from, course. from 160,000 in 1993 to a peak 648,000 in 2005. Some because somebody making money. Although that number has fallen in recent years to 431,000 last year and down an additional 17% so far this year. Writing out violations still remains the most frequent activity of the New York City Police Department, far surprising felony and misdemeanor arrests combined. And what they're not saying is that since they was like, y'all can't be stopping and frisking, that's why those numbers failed. Roughly 81% of the 7.3 million people hit with violations between 20, 2001-2013 were black and Hispanic. Let me repeat. 81% of the 7.3 million people hit with violations since two, from 2001 wow. to 2013 were black and Hispanic. Four out of every five people that violate some sort of ordinance 
is a black or Hispanic person. Because <laughs> they're not looking for nobody else, maybe? According to a New York City Liberals, Liber- Liberties Union, Liberties, not Liberals, Liberties Union uh, calculation of available race data on summons forms. Current Police Commissioner Bill Braden first implemented the policy when he was heard when he was head of transit uh, police back in 1990 and expanded it citywide during his first tenure as police commissioner in 1994 to 1996. Raymond Kelly was the commissioner from 2002 to 2013. Charges that the NYPD execution of broken windows policy uh, policing is racially biased have intensified again since Eric Garner of black father of six children from Staten Island was killed July 17th from a white police officer uh, who put him in a prohibited chokehold after he had objected to being arrested for allegedly selling loose cigarettes. Uh, then they repeat the, they basically go through the death of, uh, Eric Garner again. Uh, a number of advocacy groups, including the NYCLU, plan to focus on the summonses following their landmark victory in reforming Stop and Frisk. Mm-hmm. The low level of offenses for which people are being arrested has outsized the consequences that harm and undermine the ability of young people to thrive and become responsible citizens, said Donna Lieberman, executive director of the NYCLU. Because it's like a nuisance, man. They have to leave word. They have to go to court. Like... Because mm-hmm. they're not really being charged with anything, Not to right? mention going downtown for, you know, right. spitting or something. Instead of giving people another chance, instead of focusing on wrongdoing that presents a danger to society, it feels like a crackdown. The crackdown targets communities of colors. It it doesn't target the Upper East Side. It doesn't target white people. The NYCLU exclusively prohibited the news precinct by precinct stats on summonses from, I mean, provided, sorry, from 2001 to 2013 that it obtained from the Office of Court Administration. The news an- analyzed these stats using the U.S. Central Census Bureau and AYPD data on the population and the racial makeup of precincts. The most common offenses were consumption of alcohol, 1.6 million, disorderly conduct, 1 million, which honestly could be anything. Mm-hmm. Cops decide. That's very, it's like resisting arrest. Right. Really. The cops you decide. Just smack it on there. Yeah. Yeah. It's like, hey, I wasn't doing anything wrong. Well, now you're resisting arrest and I can take you downtown. Well, wait a minute. Why were you arresting me in the first place? Well, I wasn't supposed to be under arrest. Now, wow, it, aren't we in a tizzy here? Right. Public urination, 334,000. Bicycling along the sidewalk, 296,000. And the operation of a motor vehicle in violation of the safety rules, 213,000. Um, the news found the correlation between race and summonses was not strong for offenses like motor vehicle violations and unlawful possession of alcohol for a minor, but others like spitting, disorderly conduct, loitering, Open container and failure to have a dog license will more likely be doled out in predominantly black and Hispanic precincts. Yeah, now, are black people for. the only people that spit? Nope. Uh, the only people that loiter, the only people that have disorderly conduct, the only nope. people that have an open container. They're not looking for it in other communities. It right. happens all the time, but they're not targeting these people because if these numbers were reversed, white folks would be outraged and the, and they would this this shit wouldn't have been up since nineteen ninety. This shit have stopped nineteen ninety nine. In some precincts, the rate of summons was more than one in ten residents last year. So you have a ten percent chance if you live in certain neighborhoods of getting one of these summons. Yeah. And so, I, yeah, and a lot of t- they're not, and maybe this is just me and and just the way I view. They're not talking about how many start like this end up being full arrest, so they just scrap that and just go to arrest. Yep, the precincts they named are ninety percent, ninety eight percent, ninety eight percent black and Hispanic. So uh, yeah, I'm gonna have to give this uh, zero to a hundred, a hundred. Mm-hmm. I mean, this is literally just fucking with black people. NYCD, uh, NY. NYPD uh, broken windows law. Um, Police department is all across the country having a rough year. 
Mm-hmm. Yeah, police back on the list. So good job, guys. Way to get another hundred. Um, zero to twelve again, Karen. We're going to do number two. Oh, this is uh, this is neat. So uh, our girl Renisha McBride, who got killed by a man on the porch, mm-hmm. who uh, decided that he was so scared of her that he needed to kill her. Uh, yeah. By shooting through a screen door. He got charged. Yeah. Uh, he got convicted. Yes, he did. So that is sadly uh, justice in this case. Yeah, sadly, because you know? somebody's gone. And for a lot of, I think uh, the Trayvon Martin broke a lot of people. Mm-hmm. So they was like, shit, if we get anything, I'm happy. If he if it ain't just roll him a fucking ticket, they're like, good, you're charged with something. Right. Now, that's not where... I don't feel fuck with about that at all. I'm glad that she got justice. Right? I I am too. Glad that her family got justice. I am too, but I think it's sad that the standard is that low. Yeah, here's what here's the fucked up part, Ken. The Associated Press sent out a breaking news alert on Twitter that said suburban Detroit homeowner convicted of second degree murder in port shooting. Okay. Not the you know, not descriptive but not too fucked up, I don't think, but you know, um okay could have mentioned her name you know okay. could have mentioned his name uh could have left out suburban i don't know why that, that's important that was important but uh five minutes later uh currently didn't get enough traction so they updated his twitter feed with suburban detroit homeowner convicted of second degree murder for killing woman who showed up drunk on porch wow now that's very salacious yeah, now, um, why are we re-victimizing the person that clearly the court viewed as the victim in this case? Yeah. I mean, what, like, now we're supposed to feel like, oh, it's just a horrible misunderstanding. Sometimes you have to kill drunk people, you know, on your porch. Yeah, and, and, and honestly, the... just seeing a lot of headlines from AP, AP's fucking up. I think that they're in competition with TMZ. And they feel like TMZ be jazzing it up. So they got to jazz it up and use this um, uh, vocabulary that's like grabs people's but, attention. But you know what, though, Karen? It's not verbose. It's not. They're not trying to grab. It's callous at best. It's inflammatory. It's, but it's not like this is a better description. Her name is Renisha McBride. Right. It's much quicker to just type her, her na- fucking name. name. Second degree murder for killing woman who showed up drunk on porch for killing Renisha McBride. Because she don't We matter. actually do know her name, everybody. Her the life. world is not just black people that know Trayvon Martin and nothing else. Unfortunately, we we're learning the names of victims a little too fucking much lately. But right. that, it keeps happening. I, I love, I, I would love to not know the last name of somebody that got killed. I would love to be like, man, I don't even remember that. That was so long ago. Who I can't remember that? last time cops killed an unarmed person. No, I can't remember last yeah, time that, that was a white homeowner just took it the law into their own hands and decided to kill an innocent woman. I can't remember. I would love to not be able to remember, but unfortunately, I do remember their names, and it's because of shit like this. Right, and because she's not important, and they figure out that a lot of people that's reading this, with the oh, that's that black girl that got shot, and period, like, a lot of people probably don't even know this woman's name. Yeah. Um, a lot of people were tweeting about it. I, uh, they were using the hashtag AP headlines. Mm-hmm. And uh, I actually tweeted some, too. I can't remember all of them, but. Oh, they had jokes. 
<laughs> I mean, that's kind of how I deal with shit anyway. It's kind of like this Robin Williams thing. I've been thinking of jokes mm-hmm. all day. I'm not going to say any because I get that people are sensitive or whatever. But this is one of the times where I could use, like, uh, my jokes for a little bit of, um, like, uh. I know it had a hashtag. Oh, I know they were good too. Yeah, uh, but it was, I think it was AP headlines. Um, and, uh, I think I was, uh, one of them, like, it was pretty much all the shit that, uh, people, um, people, that people say, uh, or I'm sorry, that, that tragic shit that happens. Mm hmm. But instead of me going, um, uh, you, you know, it's, instead of me saying like, oh, this track, I would, I would just like frame it so the victim was the problem. Um, ah. let me see if I can find it. Let's see. I got the, um, let's see. Sorry, everybody. Didn't, didn't know I was going to be doing this. Uh, nope. Yeah. Cause you'd have had it queued up if you would have. Huh? Yeah. I forgot that I did this. Um, <laughs> Uh, so let's see, AP headlines. Apparently on Twitter you can do a advanced search, so I'm gonna try to do that. And uh, hashtag AP headlines. Yeah, uh, yeah, and from this account, let me see if that works. Uh, yeah, I do have it. Okay, cool. Well, that was, thank you, Twitter. You came through. Um, yeah, overly friendly New York police, New York City police hug drug dealing man to death. <laughs> Super Bowl. I wish that was the problem. Super Bowl MVP Ben Roethlisberger, victim of another unfortunate consent miscommunication. AP headlines. Not miscommunication. Indiana's Mr. Basketball Greg Oden has knuckles injured after his angry girlfriend headbutts his hand during argument. <laughs> Super Bowl winning coach Tony Dungy offers to give Michael Sam a permanent vacation to start his NFL career. Aww. Innovative neo-Nazis offer to take Jewish people camping again free of charge. No, thank you. Don't want that trip. Helpful Solange assists former drug dealer Jay-Z in getting wrinkles out of his suit <laughs> while still wearing it on the elevator. Yeah, she did. Uh, Supreme Court suggests that women no longer be burdened with having to remember to take birth control AP headlines. Ah. Uh, this one got the most fucking retweets. Uh, white people encourage blacks to get a job after granting them a 400-year unpaid internship AP headlines. <laughs> that sounds about right. Uh, Raymond Felton giving Ford game vacation for giving his wife a close-up of how a gun works. AP headlines. Oh, Lord. Dictator President Obama declares war on the uninsured with universal health care. Jewish Jewish owner persecuted for team nickname honoring alcoholic savages. AP headlines. Exxon gives surprise donation of free oil to Gulf Coast Marine Life. Oh yeah, they you know those fish need the oil. And lastly, boxing champion Floyd Mayweather provides aggressive relationship advice to ex-convict rapper Ti. AP headlines. <laughs> um, but yeah, man, um, the AP tried it, man. I I gotta say, I I was fucked with it. Made me, I went to the jokes because that's how I you know disseminate my anger sometimes. But uh, I gotta give my hundred. I was like, what? Why don't, you can't even in death you can't fucking get the headline right? Nope. So what do you get? About it? clicks, a hundred. Yeah. Um, For the fact that you did, you wasn't even considered enough to use this woman's name. Yeah, just type her fucking name, man. Is that how it's, white people remember her as a drunk black girl? Yeah, because it's too ethnic. We don't want to scare the people with a real name. Yeah. All right. Let's uh, play our last game and get the hell out of here, guys. Yes, sir. Now that it's time for some guest the race. race. That's right, it's guest the race time. 
Now that it's time for some guess the race. That's right, it's guess the race time. That's right, it's time for guess the race. The number one game going across all the podcast level. We read or play news articles from all over the globe, and we ask our contestants today, the chat room, to guess the race. And the chat room is racist. All right. Um, let's go with this story. Texas. Oh. Mm-hmm. Everything's bigger in Texas, Karen, including the penis. Oh, Lord. A Texas mom locked her six-year-old daughter out of their home so she could have sex with her boyfriend, police said. What? Jolisa Renee Peterson, 22, allegedly forced the youngster to go out and play before securing her Houston apartment from the inside. Um, you could have put the child in another room. Hmm? Say what, Karen? You could have just locked the door, put the, the, put, put the baby outside. Yeah, put the baby outside. Knocking on the door like Fred Flintstone. Ah! Mama! The little girl then walked a half a mile. Cross two feet of rows and going at the, and going under a freeway overpass frit bridge oh. to a gas station, but she was picked up by concerned cops as she tried to cross a busy intersection by herself. She reportedly told officers that her mom made her leave the house because she was asleep with a boy. Peterson was arrested oh. and charged with endangering the child and appeared in court on Friday. During the questioning, she initially claimed she didn't know her daughter had left the property. But upon further investigation, police realized the door had been locked from the inside and that the girl did not have a key. The court documents state the complex manager had previously seen the girl with her two-year-old brother walking around by themselves. So I wonder what happened to the two-year-old. Oh, okay. So the two-year-old, and how old was this baby? Uh, Six-year-old daughter. Mm-hmm. Wow. Yep. So, guess the race chat room of the uh, lady who uh, locked the six-year-old out of the house so she can get her fuck on. Uh, Collie kissing cauliflower. Uh, uh oh, fools that the baby's lunch. Dis- wait. Uh oh, fools that the baby's lunch di- dashiki black. Uh oh. Uh, star of Tyler Perry's present. Tyler Perry presents You Got Medea Fucked Up Black. Oh, White black women would have told her daughter to stay on the porch. Lil Sojourner, <laughs> Lil Sojourner, high yellow negress, white, Negroidian, Kool-Aid engineer, prone to attitude adjustment from police instruments. Oh, my. White. They didn't mention Section 8. Wizai. Uh, this is a Wizai. Okay. This is a special kind of neglect only a white woman is capable of. Aww. A couple that will get married after a year because they aren't getting any younger and they might as well do it, says Black Rock. <laughs> yeah! If they, if it's, it's from Don't Be a Minutes Rock. Oh, okay. Don't Be a Minutes. Oh, Aww. yeah. Dashiki, yeah. Yeah, you think, uh, he was in there, uh, Ashtray was in there putting, uh, hot sauce on her toes. Oh. White, white women wanting BBC. Oh. Th- Thoughtpocket.com, Black. Yeah! <laughs> Uh, and they didn't perceive the baby as a threat. White. Uh, the correct answer yes, is, is it was a black woman. <laughs> and some of you guys missed it. Oh, 
yeah i i put i tried to put the picture in there but it was acting stupid but uh you guys can click on the link if you want to see her picture um my goodness everybody right that pic just my goodness uh so who's gonna take care of the babies in texas Mm-hmm. Sex. That's like Layla's age, just randomly roaming the street. Yeah, and the thing is, like, the, the baby made, like, the baby went on like the long trip home, like, the, you know, like, like the, the baby Hulk. went on a journey, on a journey and shit. That baby was like, oh, since I'm out, I might as well take a tour of the world. Nobody snatched her, nobody yanked her up, like, mm-hmm. the baby just randomly roaming. Yeah, yeah. Um. All right, let's find another one that you guys uh, might like. Here's one. A uh, TSA inspector got arrested um, on some freak shit. Uh, he was a, he got arrested on uh, at Craigslist in a underage sex sting. He must not have been listening to Where's My 40 Acres. Yeah. Po- yeah. Po- police, you know, they, they up on the Craigslist. Uh, he was an employee from Northern California, TSA employee. He's facing federal child pornography charges after undercover sting allegedly caught him trying to use Craigslist to solicit a sexual rendezvous with a mother and her young daughter. Uh-oh. This dude was ambitious. Yeah, well. He, he didn't was- know something was up when they said yes. Like, you wouldn't know the cops would. That was the cops. Like, you know what I mean? Hey, I would like to fuck you and your little daughter. Sure. Anytime, sir. Just, <laughs> just come out and make sure you bring alcohol. And condoms. Yeah, and condoms. Uh, if you could put a weapon in your trunk, um, that would be cool. And can you please cross state lines? Thank you. Right. George Hirostovsky, Hirostovsky, or Hirostovsky probably, a 54-year-old resident of Alberta, north of Sacramento, who says on LinkedIn that he joined the TSA in 2008, was arrested Monday after FBI agents raided his home. He faces charges of attempted production of child pornography and attempted enticement of a minor. According to court records, an undercover investigator with the Placer County Sheriff's Department found an ad in Craigslist Casuals Encounters uh, section last month that sought the mother and daughter tandem for sex. The undercover investigator began corresponding with the poster of the ad while posting as a 30-year-old woman with a 13-year-old daughter, said a court affidavit written by FBI Special Agent Scott Schofield. Uh. Yeah, I'm looking for a mom and a daughter. Okay, cool. Uh, How young uh, do you want them? Yeah, uh, can't. Uh, I would love uh, if she was like 16. Uh, okay, cool. She's 16. Oh wait, I'm at 13. Okay, she's 13. Wait a minute. Oh, uh, sure, no problem. Ah! Uh, anyway, but so, I got another daughter. One mm-hmm. 16, one 13. Uh, anyway, so like, hold on a second, boys. I got one. I got one right now. Hot on line two. Get record. Yeah, go ahead. Go ahead. I mean. Uh, <laughs> just, you uh, know that's happening. Press, press, fuck the daughter, of course. I'm putting them on me. Press the record. Yeah. Uh, press. Somebody hit the record button for this one. Got a live one. Got a live one, guys. No, he does. Background. <laughs> break a record button. Right. They had to head to his house. Car 7-Eleven. We got a 415. Got a 415 in progress. The end of the conversation. <laughs> what was that? Uh, I, I just like to listen to the CB radio sometimes. <laughs> To find people just, to fuck my daughter, you just know. Just to see what the police are up to, to be sure they're not coming to arrest me. You know, pedophile stuff like like we're into. <clears throat> anyway, uh, you want to send some pictures of your penis and uh, your face, too? Uh, what's your birth date? Yes. Dozens of messages. May I have your address? In fact, we, I will come to you. Yeah, we can, we can meet you. 
dozens of messages over roughly three weeks the investigators and the target who went by the name greg in emails you know three weeks like now i feel like the cops were jacking off too exchanged dozens of messages Ah. initially through anonymous email service provided by craigslist but eventually with an email address directly linked to Hirstovsky show uh alleged at one point in the investigation Hirstovsky suspected something was amiss the fbi said and wrote i'm trying to weed out cops men pretending to be women and just want pics and stories Hirstovsky allegedly sent himself uh pictures of himself to the agent who sent pictures back of a sheriff department employee who agreed to pose as heather the mother as part of the steam man that's when he really thought it was real mm-hmm. uh, he's like now send pictures of your daughter's pussy well <laughs> Isn't that funny? Not yet. At his supposedly request, the FBI said agents provided him with another email address. This one supposedly belonged to the 13-year-old daughter, which he then used to solicit sexual information and photographs. Based on the purported email findings, investigators obtained warrants for records held by Craigslist and Yahoo. The records show that the email used in the exchanges belonged to Histowski and had been used to post sexual ads five times between July and October 2009. The FBI and the Internet Protocol address, uh, IP address, used to post the ad from 2009 was owned by the Department of Homeland Security, which oversees the TSA, and that the picture on Hirstowski's LinkedIn profile is the same one sent in exchanges with the undercover agent. So this nigga was using his work email and shit. Oh. When federal agents... Ain't have enough sense to get a Yahoo or Gmail or a Hotmail shit. You get an AOL. Yeah, AOL. When federal agents searched Hirostowski's home, Schofield said Hirostowski explained that he had actually received the photographs. He would have contact if he had actually received photographs. He would have contacted law enforcement to tell them the 13-year-old's mother had agreed to let her daughter do that. Mm-mm. So yeah, uh, I don't believe that bullshit. Right. This is the thing where they always get caught. And my Chris has said, "I was coming here to tell her not to fuck me. I'm just that good of a guy." No, and you like if this really would have been the child mm-hmm. uh nah i'm not believing that yeah so you bought cookies condoms balloons yep. and a stuffed animal but you weren't looking for a child to tell her not to fuck me though I, i'm a good guy i'll tell her i was calling her to say this is bad you should not be having sex with these men you bought her favorite candy mm-hmm. these are these pieces cups uh yep he denied any intent to engage in sexual acts with the young girl, claiming the emails were nothing more than a fantasy. Uh, Final Fantasy is a fantasy, sir, okay? Yeah, it's a fantasy when you're yeah. about to face jail time, huh? Yeah. Um, you know. So you knew you was corresponding with the child. Caramel coming back to the porn game is a fantasy, sir. Yes, that is. It's not a damn fantasy. The TSA has suspended Hirstowski indefinitely, and a, a spokeswoman, a spokesman from said Wednesday, the agency was in the process of firing him. So, guess the race. Let's check the chat room and see what they believe. Wow, lots and lots of guesses. One who aspires to be Woody Allen, white man who wants to catch the eye, catch an eye jammy from Aaron, got the ski in his name. Yeah, dumber than a former MMA fighter that beat his girlfriend and claims he is a victim. White. Aww. Law enforcement backtalker, wedding white, something old and something new, one who snorts powdered cheese uh, and drinks PBR. Oh my! White man who weirdly doesn't trust buying stuff off Craigslist. Tried to get the snitching card when he was caught. One of, uh, one of, oh, played the snitching card when he was caught. One of who would have blamed the Alabama blue guns for this nonsense. White red ring of death, Xbox 360 white. White man who wore a nasty letter, wrote a nasty letter to HBO because the show Girls is misleading. Oh, ah! yeah. <laughs> 
Joe's Facely, Herbert the Pervert White, Mork White, Pol- Polak Pedophile, and uh, one whose ancestors may have warmed up inside of an oven white. Wow, wow, wow. <laughs> Correct answer is white. Everyone got it. <laughs> Bonus round. <laughs> Double the points and the race. Double the points and the race. That's right, guys. It's double the points, double the race for the bonus round of Guess the Race, where uh, we answer your questions, guys. We know what you guys are into, and it's Guessing the Race. I know you guys are getting nervous. Keep it up. Uh, let me put this dude's picture in the chat, by the way. I forgot to oh, do that. that. Pick. Um, yeah, that's his LinkedIn pick. Pick that says I like little girls' panties and jail time. I also like jail time. Um, TSA pedophile man. This the guy who goes through your shit, right? Is going through some shit of his own apparently. Oh uh-huh. uh, man, Craigslist. Uh, all right. Here's here's one. Let's look at uh. Let's do this one. Here we go. <clears throat> Uh, 300 pounds of marijuana headed to Missouri was seized in the Tango P- Pahoa Parish. Tango Pahoa Parish. All right. Um, troopers from Louisiana State Police, uh, pulled over a vehicle Sunday morning and discovered approximately 300 pounds of marijuana. Woo! Man, this shit is stuffed in here. Like they had to take all the seats out the van. Like that who? Shit like trash bag. Like, like- right. It don't even fit neatly below the sight line. He has one big ass like weed bag uh wrapped up and it's a little higher than everything else. You can see it oh, right through the window. This was a smart idea. The vi- uh uh Carlos Davis thought it was a good idea. He's 26 years old of Greenwood, Missouri. Um uh they responded to a traffic to the traffic stop after Davis re- refused to consent to search the vehicle. I Follow- know he did. <laughs> yeah. Thought them 99 problems going to save them. Sorry. Mm-hmm. That that PSA Jay-Z put out don't save you if you got the weight in the car. Right. Following a positive alert by TPSOK9 troopers, search revealed the presence of approximately 300 pounds of marijuana in the backseat, rear of cargo of that vehicle. Oh, you know when they opened that, pounds. you know when they rolled that window down, it smelled like straight up ganja. And not only that, you know, uh, they pulled up the dogs to start barking. They were like, uh, right. we got eight miles away. Why are you barking? Ruff, 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 ruff. Yeah, they, I mean, they, I don't think they had the canine with them right away, but yeah, the cops, when they, when they got the call, the, the dog started barking. Right. They, through the they, phone. Right. They was like, ruff, 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 it's drugs, nigga, it's drugs. <laughs> ruff, 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 he got drugs. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You know, they rolled down that window. It smelled like Bob Marley's dick. <laughs> You know it did. This is the most potent fucking. What is this? Right. Following the positive alert, they uh, called K9 people, uh, found 300. So he was arrested and met with Louisiana State Police detectives to further the investigation in coordination with the Mississippi Bureau of Narcotics. The marijuana was delivered to a residence in Jacksonville, Missouri, leading to additional arrests. So they went to the house that was supposed to be delivered uh, and said, uh, You guys uh, order some weed? 
why yes we did officer oh wait a minute god damn it i meant no oh well oh man oh this is bad fuck we should have told you we should have used fedex yep the weed was allegedly worth uh, approximately two hundred and fifty thousand dollars guess the race of carlos davis weed smuggler just unfortunate weed smuggler i mean it's just sad that he couldn't get his shit together um let's check the chat room see go on the step oh one who should have been light-skinned member of ragged edge yeah yeah first name spanish last name slave name one who has legal we gives legal advice from five percenters on block talk radio <laughs> oh. pavement primate little <laughs> oh. <laughs> brothers is terrible destroyer of own neighborhood regin thurgood jenkins moreno mule Part of the Samson Southern Network Black. I want to talk to Samson. <laughs> Automatically activated the Snoop Dogg symbol Black. Used the moisture from his back to wash down the Cheech and Chong's car. Oh. Attracted uh attracted a police bullets. Blacker than my kneecaps. Eat booty gang member Black. Everybody got oh. it except for one person. He's Black. <laughs> one person guessed Latino. He was not a Latino man, okay? Um, mm-hmm. So now you guys know that's one to grow on. Um, let me see if I can put a picture in the chat. For some reason, it's acting stupid. Let me see. There we go. But he just has a face that goes, I'm going to do so much time for this. Oh, yes, he does. I just feel like somebody's supposed to, like, I feel like Bob Saget is going to show up and be like, you here for some weed? Buddhist man! Yeah, you ever smoked dick for <laughs> marijuana? Uh, 300 pounds of weed. 300 pounds of weed on the wall. 300 pounds of weed. Take one down, you pass it around. Now your ass going to jail, nigga. What the fuck were you thinking? <laughs> right. How much speed. money was he supposed to make? $250,000, they say. It's probably speeding and shit. That ain't right. And that's the thing. If you know you're breaking the law, you don't do shit to draw attention to your black ass. All right, here's the last story. Okay, guys. Let's get serious about this guessing of the race. Not serious. Youngstown, Ohio. An Ohio woman convicted along with her boyfriend of enslaving a mentally disabled woman in her home for nearly two years through intimidation, threats, and abuse. Wow. She was sentenced Thursday to 32 years in federal prison. Jessica Hunt, 33, was convicted in March of forced labor, conspiracy to defraud the U.S., and conspiracy to illegally obtain prescription drugs. Forced labor? Don't you mean slavery? seriously she was a slave owner in 2014 yes she was her attorneys and federal prosecutor's office didn't immediately respond to him after seeking comment on the sentencing hunt's boyfriend 28 year old jordy callahan was sentenced tuesday to 30 years in federal prison for the same charges both are from ashland about 70 miles west southwest of cleveland this is one of the most disturbing cases we've come across u.s attorney stephen dettelbatch said in a statement these defendants originally deserved their sentences the couple was accused of holding the woman captive from early 2011 to late 2012 prosecutors alleged that they threatened to harm the woman's young daughter if the woman did not do chores shop and clean up after their pit bull dogs the couple also used the dogs and a python to threaten the woman into complying wow the couple's attorneys have argued that the government's witness w- witnesses were unreliable, including the victim in the case who suffers from the effects of a traumatic brain injury suffered in a car accident. Oh. 
the woman had numerous opportunities to tell people she was being mistreated including appointments at social service agencies according attorneys for hunt and callahan have said so it's like why didn't she tell people she's mentally disabled right but i'm just saying she could have said some after the woman was caught stealing a candy bar in late 2012 she told police she wanted to go to jail because people were being mean to her prosecutors say the couple lured her into the home knowing she received government assistance prosecutors alleged that callahan had sex with the woman and threatened to kill her if she told anyone the couple also were accused of injuring the woman forcing her to go to the emergency room so they could take any painkillers that would be prescribed to her Oh, uh, two more p- people were convicted in the case for helping the couple enslave the woman. They pleaded guilty and agreed to testify to trial. T- so wait, the testimony is illegal, but two different people went ahead and, and what? Desiree McGuire, uh, formerly Desiree Silsby, uh, received a 45 month prison sentence in April. Her boyfriend, Daniel Brown, 35, received a five year prison sentence in March. So guess the race of Jessica Hunt, um, slave owner in 2011 to 2013 or whatever. Yes. Uh, one who thought Calvin Candy from Django wasn't such a bad guy, Mandingo fighter was next on her list, white. Oh. They learned all this from their devil ancestors. White woman with a flat booty. One who wants to benefit from welfare but doesn't want to actually get on welfare white. One who's genetically predisposed to oppressing others, devil, misery white. Cheddar, oh. Cheddar took throwback Thursday a little too far back. That's, yes. Uh, back. Needed a slave to clean up after her dog's confederate. Oh. <laughs> Ashland, white folks, white, blacker than Whoopi Goldberg's gums and under titty, honky. The correct answer is white. And Black Rob gets black. That's for being the only one missing it, okay? That's terrible, Black Rob. That is terrible. How did a person tried to own a slave in 2014 and you thought black? Sir, the shame. Shame! Said our ancestors back today. That answer. Harry Tubman rolling over in her grave because of you. Now right. that would be black on black crime. Mm-hmm. The blackest. Uh, let's talk about this sore ratchetness and then we'll get the hell out of here, guys. All right. Uh, some of these times, the story has a good ending. This is one of those times. Covenant, Georgia, a police officer in Covenant shot a man who allegedly charged at him with a sword on Wednesday. According to the Covenant Police Department, officers responded to the call of a man carrying a sword on Legion Drive at 12.35 p.m. Officers said they found a man carrying a large medieval-type sword, and officers said that the man then attacked him with the sword. When the man charged him with the sword over his hand, officers said he shot him. The suspect, identified as 45-year-old June Leon Faulkner Jr., was airlifted to Grady Memorial Hospital in critical condition. The Georgia Bureau of Investigations is looking into the case. <laughs> Good. Get his ass up out of chill. Yes, get him to gone. Mm-hmm. Uh, and here's the last one. Intimidation with a deadly weapon charge has been leveled against a Northwestern man who allegedly threatened to kill another man with a sword over an alleged affair. Northwestern police and officers of the Kuskios, Kuskiosko 
uh, County Sheriff's Department report for that Mark E. Bowser, 56, is charged with level five felony after he attempted to intimidate a male subject with a razor sharp sword. Level five? What the hell is he powering up? <laughs> right. I'm level five now. He's turned to a Super <laughs> right. Saiyan. Right. Think he trunks because he got a sword. Right. The victim called. I've killed enough folks that I have the blood on my sword that I finally reached level five. The victim called 911 on August 1st when Bowser followed the victim to a residence. In the driveway, Bowser allegedly approached the victim in his convertible and placed the sword against his throat, stating he was going to kill the man. The victim said he was able to push the sword away from by his hilt as Bowser attempted to cut him and immediately called 911. Uh, when the police officer Dave, David May arrived, he located Bowser's vehicle and uh, he observed the sword in the vehicle. Officer Chris Anderson arrived and spoke with Bowser, who said he had exchanged choice words with the victim and that he did present the sword to place fear because the victim is always smirking and making obscene gestures to him, according to the probable cause affidavit. Bowser further said the victim is having an affair with his wife. Wait a minute. Was he going after Mario? Sounds like it. He said the victim was a plumber and his brother was also a piece of shit. Right. They was fighting over a princess, but yeah. don't know princess live around here. Yeah, she was not in that castle. Mm-hmm. But nine castles later, he would eventually find her. Uh, Bowser was arrested and held in a dungeon where you have to jump over fireballs and step on his head to get past oh, him. Yes, you do. Uh, but he's held on $4,000 bond. That's it for threatening to kill a man with a sword. Just amazing. Feels like that should be longer. Um, anyway, guys, we'll be back with, uh, True Blood, That Blood tomorrow with Justin. I think we have to move the show back a little bit. He's got some stuff going on, but, uh, it should be like six o'clock, maybe seven o'clock at the latest. Okay. And, uh, we'll talk to you guys then. So until tomorrow, I love you. I love you too, baby. Mwah. Mwah.